Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's some interesting hardware in the shops this Christmas. There's a 3DO, the first CD super console. Then there's a CDI, which lets you play movies on CD. And then we've got the Neo Geo CD, which lets you play arcade fighting games in your home. And then there's a Jaguar, the world's first 64-bit console. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games. Hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and joining me as always... Ben Vanell here and I just want to thank everyone who contributed to my performance on this episode. It really means a lot to me. Thank you Al Pacino for being here and presenting this to me. Having a great actor here really, uh, you know, it means a lot. It legitimizes this. You know, when I was hired... To, to talk on this podcast. Tommy, this is really bad because we're giving away Game Boy Micros <laughs> for every minute it, that he talks. When I was born, a young lad in the William Anglis Hospital of God Upper Ferntree Gully. What would the playoff music be? My parents be said to me. <laughs> at the Game Awards. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not from anything. <laughs> that's Bring just back our old... Uh, the Cockney Awards. <laughs> Oh, bring back the old filthy theme. I meant to do yeah. the, the, the... Adam Knox is here as well. Yeah, I'm here. Um, Mario dying sound. But in my head, yeah. that had been replaced with like, have a banana. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, <laughs> if you didn't watch the Game Awards, uh, that was a reference to Christopher Judge. Yes. Speaking for a full, I believe, 10 minutes. Yep. Uh, giving a very... To be fair... So we watched it live. Yes. Me and Ben, Tommy was away. Yeah. Um, with some people in the Discord from uh, patreon.com slash filthy casuals pod. Yeah, yeah. Tommy was at uh he was at he was having a stay uh, at a health yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'd he had to. gone crazy <laughs> and we shipped him off, <laughs> if you know what I mean. He was having a detox for yeah. his mental health. Ben's inaccurate. What Adam said is actually not a million miles away from the truth. Yeah. There was 10 minutes there that were very rough for me in the depths of Saturday night. Oh, God. But yeah, I've never. Um, Meredith Music yeah, Festival. Meredith Music yes. Festival. Um, Game Awards always happens to be on the, on yeah. the day of that. And uh, and so yeah, I've never. I would watch it live if I were here for it. It's but then fun. it's like mm. by the time I get back, it's like I'm just gonna watch the. Tra- I'm not gonna sit through the whole. Oh thing. yeah, it's yeah. it's. I think more enjoyable than watching the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I think any other awards show, honestly, they they all it it did drag on, but it drags on in a funny way usually. Because well, this is newer, people criticize it. Mm. As if all the other award shows aren't just the same thing. Right. So they are different from this in one very significant <laughs> way. Well, true. Where <laughs> award shows, the other award shows like the Golden Globes or whatever, you're like mm. film industry generally award shows. They are voted on by peers. Yeah. Is often the thing. True. The the or like some form of body and the the game awards, the awards a are the least focused on part of it. Yes. From yes. the show. And also those awards are like mainly games journalists who yeah. seem to be on those panels who are also giving their own awards at their own publications. Yeah. Anyway. And well, a and small yeah. amount of 
uh, fan voting. I know there's a People's Choice Award, which is entirely fan voting. Yeah, mm. there's a component of that. It's yeah. a very odd thing that this guy, Jeff Keighley, just made up mm. uh, eight years ago or something now because he got fired from, I think, Spike TV or yes. he left there or yeah. something like that. Uh, or it folded, I think, right? That might have been yeah. it. And so he just fucked off and did his own thing. And But... The, the the cool function of it is that it is a, a place where pretty big things get announced now. It's like yes. a mini E3 almost. A mini E3. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we've said this before, but it's like, that. yeah, that is the thing that's distinct from like, yeah, the Grammys or the Emmys or the Oscars. But like, that would rule if they just got to the end of the Oscars and then they're like, hey, here's like five movie trailers yeah. that I, no one's ever seen before. Based on the ratings of the Oscars and the Golden Globes and stuff, they should do that. Yeah, they should yeah. drop. It's really Chris Nolan yeah, should put out his Grammys. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. there loves movies. Yeah, yeah, and everyone here loves games. And yeah. it's, you know who loves both? Apparently, Albert Pacino. Yeah, I assume his first name is Albert. Mm-hmm. I've never looked it up. Got to be. Oh, I think it's well, he's not. Italian. Yeah, yeah, it could be Alphonse Pacino. It maybe could be Alphonse. Yeah, but could th- just be Al. It did start with yeah, Albert Pacino. Yeah. presenting uh, the best performance award, which I thought was great. It was a good way to start the show. Genuine surprise. Yes, uh, to see Al Pacino there. They put the um, the 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 auto cue way too far away from him. Apparently, for everyone, I think it happened with a few people. You could yeah. see people squinting up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, he presented the best acting award, which went to Christopher Judge, who's mm. Kratos. Yes. Uh, yeah, he, he ten minutes is a long ass time to do a speech. Stuff he was saying was nice. But totally. Yeah, I totally. think he was very happy to just do what he wanted to do there. Yeah. Yeah. And they kept making fun of him for the rest of the night for it, which I did think was a little like, well, you didn't get him off the stage until like you played yeah. the music at about eight minutes or something. Yeah. Right. But it's for like the rest of that. And you, like you said, it was a nice speech. Yeah. It's I wouldn't have. Jeff Keighley, which again, it's like him being like the co-presenter or the host, essentially, like the the you know between uh, presenters, yeah, reading out coupon codes and also making fun of one of the award nominees or winners is Jeff. You got to pick a lane, brother. Get like, a comic to come out there and do like a roast of the video games industry. Oh, it's, oh I see yeah, Sonic's yeah. in the room. <laughs> Ricky Gervais being yeah. there, being like, oh, God ain't real. But, uh, God of War ain't real. God of War oh, ain't real. That's, that's, good. that's what he would say. Hell yes. Yes. Um, it is extremely video games to have it be this weird mix of like genuinely uh, interesting and exciting and incredibly tacky. Yes. And Super Bowl trailers mixed with a the worst like low rent awards show that doesn't seem to take its own awards seriously. Yeah. Right. The the way they race through them is crazy. Yeah. But it was fun to watch and yeah, especially with the people we were sort of chatting along with in the Discord. So yeah. Again, you can join our Patreon if you want to do that. That was great. That was great um, fun. They my whole day though, disappeared because it was it started like the pre show was like eleven AM. It went to like three thirty and I was like It blew out. Oh, I I had stuff to do. Mm. But work is more important than going to the grocery store. Two things can both be important. If you die, I'm going to be annoyed about that for work reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you still could have gone to the grocery store post 3.30. Hey, bitch. That's exactly what I did. Oh, I love it. <laughs> just just walking around the aisles with other people who just got in there, like, yeah. watching the Game Awards. <laughs> I mean, I was going to do this at 11.30, but now I'm here the at big, quarter to four. The big rush, like working at a bottle shop on grand final <laughs> yeah. day, and then everyone's gone for Game Awards. Oh, so many 33-year-old men here. Yeah. Oh, the Funko Pop store was crazy <laughs> this morning, but then a nice, easy afternoon. All the Doritos were gone immediately. Yeah. And it really <laughs> fucked up my shop. But so, yeah, a bunch of announcements that we'll talk about probably 
probably later on because yeah, a bunch yeah. of fucking games have come out too. It's the middle of December, yeah, yeah. and games are coming out. Uh, it's it's a crazy time to be alive. But yeah, there, there was a bunch of really good announcements that we will go through. Yeah. yeah. You don't believe me? Skip ahead a fucking half hour. See what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm. Probably still... It's probably there. Maybe Final Fantasy. I don't know. Well, No, I think it's maybe still uh, yeah, still announcements. Can't believe you didn't believe me. El- <laughs> Elden Ring 1. The game of the, the year. The game of the year. That's the G-O-T-Y. crazy. That's crazy. Now, Tommy... Have you not been tapped into video game news at all this year? Nah. Wow. <laughs> I guess I can buy that. No, yeah, I think, you know, everyone thought it would be Elden Ring or God of War. Mm. God of War started picking up some of the other awards as yep. the show went on. It did get a bunch of... Do, do you want to talk about the awards now and the announcements later and reviews of stuff in between? Yeah, I think... I mean, I think like the Game Awards show themselves, let's race through the awards. Sure. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, again, they're, they're, it's, a, it's an odd thing that gets treated now like it's this, like, the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But it's just as made up and no real... You know what I mean? But everything's... There's not up. quite the credibility of... Some other, yeah, some of the other awards. Exactly. Weird stuff can still happen. Will Smith f- slap face. Mm. Mike Pence fly on the head. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, that was an play. award show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both of those happened during Mike this. Pence doing the opening monologue at the Emmys. <laughs> uh, so you've got Game of the Year went to Elden Ring. Yes. Yep. Uh, Stray was also weirdly nominated. Mm-hmm. That was and the one best indie game. It won best indie yep. game. But obviously, if it's a, one of the best games. Of the year, the only indie game nominated for best game of the year. Yep. It therefore, using maths, it has to win best indie game. Oh, Took yeah, it over. Just back co- the announcements up immediately. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, they put game of the year last. <laughs> uh, Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, and Tunic were um, nominated in best indie, and for my money, would all win over Stray. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's more. It's a competitive category. It was a competitive one this year. Good year for indies. We're doing yeah. our Game of the Year stuff next week and the week after. Yeah. And you will hear that indies are cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jones. Yeah. yeah Jones. He's oh, a cool yeah. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, Elden Ring won Game of the Year and Best Game Direction and Best Art Direction. Yeah, that's right. I, I thought it was a shame that Scorn didn't get any recognition for Art Direction. It got it nominated. Was, it was nominated, but I wanted more. I wanted more recognition. <laughs> but also, yeah, if, if Elden Ring's the best game of the year, it's fine that it also did have the best art So direction. when people say it's an honour just to be nominated, you vehemently disagree. Yeah. Honour doesn't come it's until victory. It's <laughs> Honestly, You yeah. told me that I was good and then told me not good enough. Exactly. Yeah, I've right. lost today. You dangled it in front of me. Who would be happy with this? <laughs> <laughs> I would rather think that the whole industry doesn't recognise my genius at all than be second best. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I had to come. I had to get an Uber here. Yep. I hope someone's going to reimburse me for this. That, I might. came on the grounds that I was getting a statue. Yes, you told me Al Pacino was going to pull me off live on stage, <laughs> and now I'm sitting here, yeah. second place. Mm. <laughs> Silvers for forks. Well, I guess and you, knives. Could, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know if you're second or fifth or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah, best game direction, and uh, I do think the art direction of Elden Ring is really great. Too. Absolutely, like, especially yes. like yeah. you know boss and enemy designs and stuff. World design, narrative, best narrative went to God of War Ragnarok. I think undeservedly. Yeah, I don't even know what else was nominated. But a Plague I don't... Tale, Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. I would have gone Horizon personally. Um, I'd have gone, boy. Now, I guess it's a God weird of War. year for narrative Elden stuff. Ring being nominated is kind of strange. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, there's stuff going on, but 
narrative. There's not like an over, you know. No, there's, there's not a lot of background ton information, of like but overarching. I, like I'm going from A to B to knock off this part of the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah not to step on our own award things too much, but I think it was like a noticeably uh, off year for stories and games. To, mm. Yeah, uh, to some step extent. away. I reckon. Yeah, from games, <laughs> <laughs> so that I'll enjoy them again from when the I come back. <laughs> <laughs> to breathe. Uh, God of War also won best score in music. Um, okay. Over again, a Plague Tale, Elden Ring, Metal Hell Singer, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. I do think God of War has really good music. Uh yeah, I think Elden Ring does. I, Elden yeah. Ring does. It's got weirdly though, maybe the weakest from soundtrack. Oh okay. As well to 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 my money, which yeah. hey, it ain't much, but it's you stand behind it. I yeah. got it through ill-gotten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't stand behind it. It's blood money. Mm. Best audio design, God of War Ragnarok as well. Best performance, Christopher Judge, like we said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also nominated, uh, the kid who plays Atreus from God of War, Sonny Suljic. Yep. Uh, Charlotte McBurney from A Plague Tale. Ashley mm. Birch from Horizon. And Man Engage from Immortality, oh, who I yeah. thought was really good. Yeah, I disagree. I thought her and everyone else was terrible in that. Right. But, well, but I'm clearly wrong because she was nominated. We'll talk about it in our awards again as well. Like, I don't want to... Games for Impact. No, I'm getting my negativity out this week. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone can have their favourites. Games for Impact, which is like a vague category for just sort of games that are about a meaningful theme, is my understanding. I think so. Yeah, we had a chat about it on the day, didn't we? It's like... If they're aiming to be more than just entertainment, maybe. Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's r- vaguely what it is. Odd category, but as Dusk Falls, which you hated again, yeah. won that. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, the, most people disagree with you. Is yeah, what we're learning yes. from, from yeah. the Game Awards. Me, yeah. a contrarian? No, I'm not. Uh, what else was nominated for Games for Impact, by the way? A Memoir Blue, which I don't know what that is. Oh, no. yeah, I think I've heard of that. Citizen Sleeper, which I've seen oh, popping oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, you I played that. that, yeah. Uh, Endling Extinction is Forever. Okay. Wonder what that's about. Mm. Hindsight. And I was a teenage exocolonist. You're totally right. Huh. Like, what a reflection of, yeah, weird, weird year in gaming. That yeah, one of the categories is like, ga- yeah, games that are about something. Mm. A lot of a lot of them are now like they're making a point or yeah. they're saying something. Yeah, right. and like over half of this category, we're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. They've they've had this before. With I remember that Dragon Cancer one. Uh, that's why that was I like the that. first one that was the first ago. winner. I think I feel like I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe Who it's knows? the first one I realized happened. Best ongoing game, Final Fantasy fourteen. Sure, people uh, froth on that. It's a great game. Best yeah. community support as well. Mm. Best mobile game went to Marvel Snap. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Finally, the little guy gets right. a victory. <laughs> nice to see the underdog claim so, one. Uh, so, well, uh, that just happened. That's me being Iron Man saying is, so yeah, that yeah, just yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Marvel accepting the award for Marvel Snap. Here's me holding the award. Hey, we got this. Oh, oh that's nice. Yeah, yeah who did accept the award? Bad year for writing in games, huh? They didn't, <laughs> they didn't present it. Uh, th- oh, I really? think this is one of those ones where this they raced the, over. Yeah. The technical game of the year. Yeah. Half yeah. of these categories honestly got spent, had less time spent on them than I'm spending on them on this podcast uh, yeah, where okay. we are yeah. doing our own game of the year stuff next week. Right. Like, Damn, they... I was hoping uh, Lizard would get up to accept the award. No, Lizard. No, Lizard. <laughs> if, the, if four other people got up to accept it with him... He'd be much less powerful. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> I, I'm. That's great. It's my niche. <laughs> Marvel Snap based yeah, comedy. Yeah. Uh, hey, in- you just are you morph? Because uh, 
you just, uh, I don't know, whatever. Turned into something you're holding in your hand. There we go. Yeah. Okay. The next category is about accessibility, which none of the things you were saying for a little bit there had. <laughs> <laughs> Innovation and accessibility went to God of War Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. That had a, a very robust accessibility feature. Sony stuff in particular is like, yeah. Because uh, really, The Last of Us Part One was also, part one was also nominated. I think right. I remember, yeah, Ratchet and Clank, the new one, maybe being one of the first big ones where it was like, I saw an article about it's crazy how much, like, Different stuff, you like tweak colors and just like literally for any kind of thing going on, mm. you can last make of us part two before yes. that as well. Was that was like the one, really like colorblind mode and, and a lot of yeah, all of that stuff was in there. I remember, uh, best VR slash AR game, Moss Book Two. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Best action game, Bayonetta 3. Yes. Best action adventure game, God of War Ragnarok. Very odd. Best adventure role-playing game. No. No, best role-playing. <laughs> okay. Elden What's Ring. A ga- What's uh, like an action where you're not also on an adventure? you just mm. at work and your boss starts like <laughs> shooting you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're on an adventure in Bayonetta 3. Yes. They're not just sitting around. Yeah. They're going into another dimension and looking at big breasts. I guess the action, ultimate adventure. Action slash adventure is like, it doesn't have to be that action packed. Well, there's, yeah, there's exploration as part yeah. of the gameplay. Yeah. I guess Which there is in Bayonetta 3. Yep. Uh, best fighting went to multiverses. Mm-hmm. Over what? Uh, DNF Duel. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R. Oh, yeah. The King of Fighters 15 and Sifu. That's so the, weird. So the nominees this year are literally just every yeah. fighting game that got released. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's we like when it. you win for like best reggae album, it's like you're the guy making <laughs> reggae still. Well, like, Marley didn't release anything this year. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> Hasn't yeah. for a while. Wonder what happened to him. <laughs> uh, best family, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Second okay. place was the family from Malcolm in the Middle. I did. Yeah. I did think that it was a. Okay. Best sim <laughs> slash strategy, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Mm-hmm. Best sports slash racing, Gran Turismo S- 7. Smashing sim and strategy together is like... Because that, like, that was the one that June was nominated for as well, right? It the is. Mo- it's like they're to- they are different genres. I think another case of... We've got one Scar band this yeah. year. Scar and reggae. I'm gonna uh, don't bring it up again because I'm out of old genres. <laughs> okay. Best sports slash racing, Gran Turismo Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, best multiplayer, Splatoon Three. Love the multiplayer in that. Mm. When I could connect. <laughs> when I could connect. Hmm. Uh, Hello. <laughs> I got bad news for you, Ben. <laughs> You're not connecting right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, come in. <laughs> Content creator of the year, Ben Vanell for the Yay! When I Could Connect <laughs> uh, It went to Ludwig, oh. best debut indies. Ludwig van Beethoven? Y- you've got it. That's how up to date you are with the kids. <laughs> he made a lot of good content, I do have to say. If Beethoven is the one you're thinking of when someone says Ludwig these days, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy. I'm 104, I guess. Uh, best debut indie stray, best adaptation Arcane League of Legends, so that's TV shows. Oh, yeah, games. I think that's probably fair. Um, people f- really do love that. A lot um, of people liked Edge Runners more than us, and mm. the Cuphead show was apparently good. The other ones are Sonic the Hedgehog two and Uncharted, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Most anticipated game? Would you believe it? People are looking forward to Zelda. Mm. That's it's a that's, weird category. That's an awesome yeah. category. Yeah. And the winner is something that doesn't exist yet. I know. <laughs> Most hyped. If that was at the Oscars at the end, most hyped film 
It's like a, I don't hate it. A, and a, I mean, marketing departments have awards. Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Best marketed game, Legend mm. of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Best esports game, Valorant. Best esports athlete, Jacob Yay Whitaker. Uh, best esports team, Loud. <laughs> best esports coach, Matthias Bazooka Tarasconi. Uh, do you mean classical musician Tarasconi? <laughs> I mean this classical is- musician bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Do you mean the cannons like- that go off during Ode to Joy? <laughs> yes. It's so funny because it's like you- so you're having like awards categories for people that are competing in a sport. You know what I mean? Like awards yeah. exist in art, which is. Subjective. It's like no, your reward is like winning the sport that you're <laughs> yeah, in. It's yeah. objective. It's yeah. like you don't need someone to go. Hey, you know what? Guess what? As voted on by your peers, mm. you're the best runner. It's <laughs> like I've got the gold medals that literally prove. Well, that. if it went to silver, that would be really weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bit. I'd be sus. Uh, and the last one was best esports event went to the 2022 League of Legend League, League of Legends the, World. Championship. Okay. All right. The fact that I can't even say League of Legends easily makes me feel good about myself that I interact that little (laughs) with League of Legends. Mm. Yeah. That it doesn't roll off the tongue. So those are the awards. We'll talk about the announcements, which may be the more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Later on. Maybe. You think maybe they're more interesting? <laughs> I'm hoping there's a chance. He's hedging his bets. He is hedging his bets. It could go either way. I've got to hedge my bets. I lost a lot of money on the Game Awards. Yeah. I really thought the best esports player would go to the guy who came in second. Crazy. Oh, yeah, you can. I guess you can bet on him. Hey? I'm sure there's sports oh, bet sure, shit for yeah. them, yeah. yeah. You can you can ruin your life in a lot of ways these mm. days. Mm-hmm. Including by playing uh, a bunch of video games. I... I'd go out on a limb and say that if you played the games that we're going to talk about now, it's not going to ruin your life. No. I think you'd have an all right time. I think you'd have a pretty it'd, good few days. It'd ruin your life a little bit if they all came out like within a day of recording a podcast about them and you felt like you had to like really cram in a little bit of <laughs> yeah. making sure that you don't fully commit to one enough to enjoy yep. it all the way through. Well, at least you know one of them is just a demo. That's true. Oh, and should we talk about our uh, patron responses to these first or after we've Doven in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that after we've yeah. talked about all we got cause... We got a, a, bit, a few responses. To... All right, let's start with uh, Forspoken yeah, Demo. Yeah, it yeah. was at one of those ones where at the Game Awards, they were like, by the way, there's a demo of it up right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And everyone looked up in the theatre and they were like, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> up on like the cloud, you can download it. <laughs> People started leaving. Yeah. I need to play <laughs> yeah. Forspoken right now. <laughs> Get me out of here. Uh, little did they know they needn't have rushed out of that theatre to play it because I yeah. really... Was uh, look, we've not been looking to forward to Forspoken based on what we've seen of like the dialogue and stuff so far. Yeah, yeah. I think that's been the thing that has really stood out from the trailers that we've seen. Mm-hmm. I've also just felt like beyond that. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's grating, but I also just think all the rest of it looks just so just by the numbers fantasy world. Yeah, that I even even if that stuff wasn't there. I would still be like, I, I don't, I don't really. I've got nothing for this. Sure, in terms of setting and stuff, it is a lot of you know dragons and yeah. and, and castles and whatever. It was, it looked nice enough though in this. Like, if you don't know what this is, it's um, uh, a video game. Hope that catches you up to speed. <laughs> it's made by the people who did Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, you know what I. Th- I, I didn't know that. Uh, like playing the demo, right. as I played it, I was like, this must be the infamous people. 
because okay. it plays like infamous. If you've ever played that, especially I think second second or maybe no the the DLC for that first light. You're zipping around on your little electricity power thing. Mm-hmm. It's very it's that it's Assassin's Creed. It doesn't feel as good as no no the, that sort of thing did though. Like I thought the from from the gameplay trailers that. The movement, especially, they call it magic parkour or something in right. this. Mm. Uh, looked like it could be fun, and it was a lot less interesting than I kind of thought it might be. It, yeah, it was more like you were kind of like skating around. It's just a fast sprint. It doesn't really have yeah. anything to yeah. it. Like it yeah. doesn't really help you, or at least I couldn't figure out how to like scale walls with it. It wasn't really doing that. Oh, I think you unlock a double jump, and you just I just scaled like the cliffs just by like hammering the circle button or whatever. Right. And that is, it feels broken and not fun. And I don't think that's Mm. what you're meant to be doing because this Mm. demo as a demo too, doesn't give you enough context for the quite into the game bit that it drops. Yeah. It's not the Mm. first like hour or anything. So yeah, the setup is your present day person, New York lady. Yeah. Mm. Sucked into this vortex. And then you wake up in this fancy world. (laughs) I'm falling through a vortex here. <laughs> All right. Okay. And yeah, I mean, as I've said this before, I think about the trailers. There's something about that as a setup is just kind of boring as well because it's like in in practice, this in the game, this doesn't change the gameplay or anything. Mm. You know, you could just be, your avatar could be just anything other than the fact that there's like quippy dialogue and stuff in it. Right. But in an actual gameplay sense, in terms of like what you're doing in this game, it doesn't, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, you're, and there's a little, in the demo, there's like a little um, kind of uh, a cut scene that's sort of, I guess, bringing you up to speed of like where you're at in the game mm-hmm. that I imagine plays out longer in the actual game. Definitely. But it's like, oh, they've asked me to go and do this and whatever, I'll go do it just so I can get back home. And it's like, mm. yeah, I mean, that could just, the setup could just be you exist in this world and it's like, hey, you're the hero that has to go yeah. and do this. It feels like this whole conceit adds Nothing to the game. Uh, and the thing it takes away from the game is that you've got this person, rather than engaging with the world, constantly being like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I'm like, a dragon? No. I hate that. Yeah. Blo- what about Blo- just a bus? Ha- magic? What's ma- you're, t- you're telling me magic's here? I don't believe it. And it, that, that, that part of it, so... The-, the fish out of water thing, which I think I saw, it's like, it's not super common in games. It's ve- very common in movies. You never Absolutely. played the SNES version of Black Knight? Starring Mar- <laughs> Martin Lawrence? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's a SNES game of that? Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? No. So, yeah, obviously it's, it's, it, it feels like a trope that's been done to death in, in, in media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, it, yeah, like, I, I, I think I agree. It doesn't add anything to this game except for... There's got to be something pre- like you've... The sorry. dialogue, right? The modern yeah. dialogue, the modern attitude, which is uh, not... To my taste. If it's like you, you you know, you've been sucked into this world and you've got a gun and a car, you know, like you're interacting with a very medieval world, but with this, like, right, these right, incongruous right. stuff that does change how you can get around the terrain and like, the um, sorts of things you can do. That's kind of interesting. Evil Dead 3, where he goes to medieval and he's got a chains, chainsaw. Sure. Wait, like something hey, like that. that. There was a SNES version of Evil <laughs> Dead 3. No, I meant the movie cunt. Oh. Um, I got to be honest. I lasted maybe three minutes into this. I was like, "This sucks." I, yeah, like, right. I played the whole thing. I I'm not going to play yeah. this full game. Like, what? You know, I just I got a bit in, and I was like, "This this looks dull. This feels boring to play." I, I hate the dialogue, and the, but the dialogue isn't even my biggest problem with it. I was right. Like, it just seems so dull. I'm out. I don't know if I'm that off it in terms of the gameplay. It did seem 
plane. It did seem like that because yeah. you're. I just was like, I've done, I've done this, I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> you're basically like a witch, and yeah. you've got uh, two different sets of spells, each on the sort of uh, left and right triggers or uh, L1 and R1 that you can flip between three different options at this stage in the game anyway. But it was very unclear. There's like two different types of magic Mm -hmm. and then there's defensive spells and offensive spells in those. Yes. But they gave you a lot very quickly in this demo and it was kind of difficult to figure out how they function. It's also, yeah. there was there's no like um, slow down while you change or select stuff. There it's is like, a little bit. Is there a little bit? Yeah. I Okay, maybe, yeah. I've, I'm forgetting that then. This must just exist because they feel like the response has been largely the response that we have because it's just not a type of game that lends itself to a demo. Obviously, mm. something like this is going to be anything open world that's big and sprawling. You can't just give people the first hour because they're just going to be plodding around barely playing the game. Yep. But it also doesn't suit to just be kind of like dropped in and, you know, no. sort of given not much context. They must just really be feeling like, I don't know, maybe they get, you know, they're looking at the responses when they've shown trailers and like, we really need to give people an opportunity to, yes. you know, see what this Actually is Actually engage. No yeah. one's going to give it a chance. I think it does the game a disservice because once I figured out a bit more of what was going on, because like, for example, like every all of your spells have like two different things that they can do. And a lot of the time that is based on how far in you're pushing the trigger. Right, right. And that isn't clear. Mm-hmm. And when you start to figure that out, you can kind of do stuff with them, but at least on the sort of normal mode that it, has you it's not difficult at all mm. yeah, so you're yeah. just kind of mashing with whichever spell you want to use and those spells yeah. by the way are like shooting little fireballs at people or mm-hmm. like uh, a sword that you can conjure up or you know, pretty make a shield and then you push the shield at them right and like the vine ones were pretty cool so it's like yeah you conjure up a, a tangly vine and it holds everyone in place and mm. um i liked it I, I i really didn't like the story and the setting and that stuff i do agree with all of that Gameplay wise, I thought it was fun. Like I, I liked that. Yeah, essentially, like the the parkour is just like yeah, just fast. You know, it's like yeah, it's a big open world. Mm-hmm. I want to go fast to all the yeah. things I want to do. Um, but I like this the the spell stuff. Um, it's not really something I've encountered before in in games where it's like m- relative kind of complex, but also kind of like it gives you freedom to be like, oh, I'll do this and this and this combo, and then right. you know that's how I want to play it. Um, I think it's very Assassin's Creedy, though. Yeah, and it, I think it's really Ubisoft open world game. Kind of, it reminded me a lot of that first Assassin's Creed yeah. as well. That I hadn't yeah. figured it out yet. Where I didn't find the combat. It, it it felt like all the spells and the combat stuff was confusing, but not complex to right. me. You know what I mean? Especially the way it's laid out. The UI is really bad. Has like this odd, um, like concave look to it that I didn't yeah. like, oh, like right. aesthetically. Like but it's then a it's first also person game when they try and make that stuff look like it's on your yeah. visor or whatever. Was it like, was like a like you're in an astronaut suit. Yeah, yeah, like a, you're in a, a 2000 skate video. Yeah, it's, it's Fish Island. Totally. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this it is... was an odd choice. I di- I didn't understand the actual purpose mm. of it. And that may be something that you have more context for in the full game because yeah. uh, you are very without context in this. But it gives you a few yeah. little quick missions to do of like you know go kill these people on this bridge and then at the end there's like a big sort of lizard thing that Mm. you can kill as an ace challenge but it just was it it was so um it 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 felt it it, from this stage that it was confusing to come to grips with but then once you had that it was like oh there's less to this Mm. than it than it made it seem like there was almost okay i didn't find it too confusing to come to grips with so maybe that helped in terms of like, right. oh, this is just what it is, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm having fun with it. Just the different, the, 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 
way that the different spells was were laid out wasn't super clear to me at first, but then yeah, eventually it wasn't. I tell you what, this drove home to me just again the the uh, the lack of uh, PS Five exclusive stuff that we've been getting because the that the haptic stuff yes. and the uh, your little companion bracelet thing is talking at you through the speaker in mm-hmm. the controller. In both instances, I just forgot that that was a thing that the PS5 controller can do because yeah, it's fuck. been so long since I've played a game that used either of those. It's like, why is the fucking trigger jam? And then it's like, <laughs> the voice comes out of the controller. I was like, ah! <laughs> and then I went, oh, yeah, I should be, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I should yeah. be used to like every game I'm playing every like couple of months should have this in it. It's like, yeah. has anything else? I mean, God of War, I guess, but yeah. like mm. It's a shame with this one too. The Callisto Protocol had your radio coming out of the speaker. Oh, yeah. I which was it. actually really fucking annoying because I was wearing headphones. Oh, right. And so <laughs> just couldn't hear it for a while. At first I love a bit of, yeah, I love a bit of... um. Vocal, like the guns in Returnal, the reload yeah, sound coming out of the yeah. controller. I fucking love it. It's yeah. so it's such a small thing, but it it just adds to that immersion so much for me. I really love it. Yeah, I I do like the control. The the, the triggers are a bit stiff in mm. this. Like it's kind of tiring. My yeah, weirdly. my my biggest problem with like playing the game, aside from the aesthetics and stuff, was that the attacks are on the triggers, which are like. It's tiring if you're constantly yeah. hammering them like you would be hammering a face button. It's a bit it's, much. It's just like, put, why great. don't it's reinvent the wheel? Put the controls, put attack on yeah, the face oh, button. And I like that stuff when it's done. Where, like in the Call of Duty games, there's a bit of resistance for your triggers for the guns and stuff. It's just up too high for this. The guns and it and works, with, and it's, but yeah. it's the same with Ghostwire, where that has yes. the same thing. Yeah. And it's like, they kind of... It's weird because it's like, this feels like the same thing, because that spells as well. Yeah, and they yeah. feel like... Oh well, that would be simulating your hands conjuring, and it's like, would it? Mm. This feeling like you're just pushing this trigger down through sludge, like it doesn't. Yeah. I don't think either of them like quite get it right because it's not yeah. a, it's not like a real world haptic thing that the hand is interacting with. And yeah, it feels like yeah. if you're conjuring up a spell, that would be like fluid and instant. Like, yes, and because this specifically, there is like a bunch of melee attacks as well, where you are literally hammering, like just. Hit, 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 hit like a yeah. sword. It's like, that is not the way to implement that. It was a bit much. And uh, yeah, I it's don't know. It's a bit the, much. The, the demo <laughs> itself is uh, not a good... Uh, like, the game comes out in a month. And I, based on this Shit. demo, I do want to uh, play it. Yeah, same. Because I don't think this was a good chunk to take out. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and I think that had the main impact with the gameplay. And, like, the world was a little dull. But also, I don't really know what's in there properly yeah yet. so yeah i'm willing to go uh, that quickly as well it looks nice enough but it's got like a good looking 30 frames per second mode and a ps4 looking kind of uh frame rate 60 frames per second mode mm-hmm. and that didn't look great pretty fuzzy right. it's using that same engine as final fantasy 15 which right, right. always had problems with that but the aside from all of that gameplay stuff which i think this isn't weirdly a good indication of and the full game is out soon even with the small amount of chatter that's in this, it was fucking grating. Yeah, it's not good. It like you've I got thought a, the voice acting of the cuff guy really bad. Really, it was like fake Stephen Merchant. Yeah, like yeah. This. But like disinterested, it was detached. It was like, oh yeah, okay, you're gonna go over there. Well, that's an interesting choice. You know, it's He's like it was meant, a weird attitude. Clearly, his I character didn't like his attitude. <laughs> <laughs> his character is obviously like, well, I'm above all the type yes. of guy, but like, you're a cuff. It, how, how can you be above a person? He's a magic cuff. Well, she's a magic lady? She's not. 
she's, she's a regular. She's just got a magic cuff? The cuffs are the magic thing. I reckon Damn. there's a twist. There's better than there'll her. be a twist where she's actually magic. And the cuff yeah. Inside ready, her Adam. all along? Get ready, mm. Adam. <laughs> I'm never going to get ready for anything. <laughs> I like to live by the seat of my pants, my magic pants, which talk down to me all the time. <laughs> I like yeah, it was this... very quippy, like, yes. um, whoa. Like, yeah. you know. It's I like how at the start it's, it makes sure to tell you that uh, this progress from this demo will oh, not yeah. be carrying over to the main game. I wish it had of just like, you know, two thirds of the way through you get up to a mission, then it just like just fast forwards <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> now you've done this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, more more on that in like a month, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's up on the PS5 now. If you want to play that, I don't know about PC. Mm. I don't know about a lot of things. Mm. I do know about CC. Speaking of... Uh, C.C. Babcock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The remake of C.C. Babcock that came out this week. Um, well, I was going to say because of Quips. Oh, yeah. There's another Quippy game out. I reckon mm. we space out the Quips. Space oh, out the Quips? I reckon we need in the middle yeah. we have a Quip free zone. Yeah, no, yeah, since yeah. I've been playing Forspoken and uh, High on Life... All quips all the time. Yeah, is, okay. Is, no, like we can talk about... Uh, <clears throat> well, speaking of Final Fantasy fifteen, yep. yeah, that bloody remake-ish yeah. of Crisis, Crisis Core. Core. It's Final a remake. Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those half and half ones. It reminds me a lot of Link's Awakening, mm. the, the Switch version, where it is the same game as from the PSP with like some tuning to the combat and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, with Well, that's different. Better visuals, right? It, it's not massively different. Okay, um, I, I didn't. I like never played the original. I always wished I could. Right. Uh, obviously, yeah. FF Seven favorite game, but um, just had to read about this in the magazines. Yeah. Well, given yeah. the style of this and how it looks like, it's like, the, you know, they announced it with part two of the Final mm. Fantasy Seven remake. Right. I think. Yeah, I think maybe not unfairly there was a bit of an expectation that perhaps the same sort of overhaul job would be being done. There's, on there's this. a fair overhaul. Well, the way they've talked about it too is like, yeah, we rewrote the script and all this stuff, but like, mm. it's a retranslation of the exact same script that changes some stuff. Right. I Minorly. Even... All the voice acting is redone, but yeah. it's like, it <laughs> sounds like it's from back when people didn't think video but game even, voice acting was yeah, acting. Yeah. Even gameplay-wise, like the first level that you're in and just how it functions and looks and feels and everything, and I am enjoying it, mm. but... I feel I said this to you guys last night. Even if I hadn't have known going in that this was a remake of a handheld game, yeah. I think I would have been able to figure that out because everything does feel pretty, like pretty compact, pretty yes. kind of like small doses. Like everything mm-hmm. about it really does speak to like it. It used to be on a smaller thing, and I don't think it's I, that's not like a negative. But I I do think that yeah, they to to speak to your point of like it's a strange in between remake where it definitely doesn't feel like. Yeah, the um, the Final Fantasy VII one, which is a mm. complete overhauling in terms of like how it plays, the size yeah. of the areas, how everything links together. This does feel like what's underneath is sort of following basically the same sort of design. I think especially once they... Because they brought the visuals, not up to that. It doesn't look as good as that, but like more up to modern game type of thing. Yeah. yeah. And it looks closer to the Final Fantasy VII remake than a PSP game now, mm. kind of. Uh, the stiffness of the of how it moves and the combat and stuff is noticeable. It's not a bad game. This is a fun game, but like compared to how fluid a, the similar combat yeah. in Final Fantasy VII Remake is, this is way less well animated and it's way less. Flu- it feels like 
stiffer and a little more um, uh, uh, mechanical and chunky. That's interesting. Yeah, Moving around, I find it stiff. Actual combat, I find very smooth, very zippy. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. I didn't notice that with the combat, and I did think I assumed it had been like fully overhauled. No, combat wise. So it was yeah. real time because obviously that's the big change from same seven, thing as that this. they went real time. This is. This, so was this was always like an action game. Yes, this right. is the same game, mm. um, more so than I was expecting, mm. weirdly. I played it, you know, however long ago now, 10, 15, 13, 20, 100,000 years ago. 100,000 wow. years? Yeah, I've lived a hell of a Yeah, life. fucking hell. So, um, you know, obviously, especially when you're playing a redo of something, your, your memory can fail you. But this is extremely similar to what that game was. Yeah, right. It is the same game. Right. It must have been a fucking sick-ass game. It was man. a fucking <laughs> great game on the PSP. Right, like, yeah. It was a really um, incredible that they were able to cram it onto that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and well, so I mean, obviously... Likewise now, it's on the Switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> seems yeah. weird. And I haven't... I've read a thing that it's, it performs surprisingly well, hmm. which... Uh, that doesn't surprise me because yeah. it's not doing some, like anything too crazy with this mm. it's got like and it is very compartmentalized as well like right. you were saying it yeah. is it is lots of little bits lots of like loading screens which i thought was odd but i guess well, in the same level, places you're in a little... from the psp yeah, game yeah. Is the thing like it really does feel very similar i'd be interested because like i barely remember and i didn't play the whole thing right but um i'd be interested to see how people's recollection of that compared to this is who aren't me. <laughs> I think I said that <laughs> sentence just about as well as you could well, hope for. Yeah, that first level, yeah. you're in a castle and it's very like corridor driven. So you're only ever like seeing one little segment at a time. So it's not like it keeps stopping, like, like literally, like yeah. Uh, in-engine cutscenes, actual cutscenes, like it is very yeah. chopped up and segmented. You're never in like, in my experience so far, you're never in like a huge area where it's like rendering heaps off. And so it's yeah, it's not hard to no. see. No, and it's all running switch. at like 4K and shit on the PS5, yeah. and all running at a smooth 60 and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So mm. it makes sense that the Switch version would be fine because you just knock those things down. Yep. and you've got like good new assets um, mm. that. Again, it none of it, it. It's not been brought up to match the Final Fantasy VII remake. Right. It's a step. It's in between that and a PSP game somewhere. Yeah. But it looks nice enough. Cool combat system where you've got your, you know, you've got your. It's real time. You got your melee attacks. Then you've got your uh, materia. So you've got mm -hmm. your magic spells and stuff. It's not pausing. Thi does it wait? Does time pause in seven when you go into that menu? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but so in this, when you're changing characters and shit and choosing your limit, yeah, that's you got right. your slow mo kind in of this, extreme yeah. it keeps slow mo. Going, uh, it keeps going at regular speeds. So yeah, you do have to yeah. be a bit more on the fly. Uh, Which and it's nice having the extra triggers and stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. The controls are a lot better than they were on the PSP. Mm. Right. Um, and I think it's a bit easier, maybe partly because that, or, and I think that's right. kind of some of the stuff they've tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well I did. I mean, it certainly at the in that first chapter, the enemies go down like you, you know, a hot knife through butter. Like, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. It's a nice, you know, soft introduction. It's right. also got uh, this bizarre mechanic that I love <laughs> yeah. that sort of doesn't make sense. That is <laughs> in the top left corner of the screen. You've got a slot machine mm. yeah. that is just constantly, automatically just running. It's yeah. just running. You're not controlling it in any way. It says that you can you can find things throughout the game that are going to add little tiles yes. to it. Basically, instead of like having your summon materia or spells in your other games, mm. you get summon creatures become part of the like 
DTF meter or whatever it's fucking right. called. Yeah. So it so it's just like <laughs> Is it DTF meter? <laughs> <laughs> so it's very high for me. It's racing along in the background and then stuff will yeah. just kind of happen at random and it like you know within the first couple of minutes of the game it brings up this like massive tutorial page to kind of tell you this. And it one of the first things it says is like this is just kind of happening. And then yeah. it goes mm. through like what everything means and I just went but I'm not in control of this. Like, what do I care? It just makes no difference to right. me. Because then the when it does machines, activate, yeah. it's like, it'll say on, like, in your bottom left, it'll be like, no MP mode. So magic doesn't cost anything. Yeah. Like, it, it just says it at the time anyway. So, so yeah. yeah. Basically, all it is is just like, every couple of minutes, a randomized effect is happening on you. Which, yeah. as you all point positive. out, all, all positive. Yeah, all yes, positive kind yes. of effect. And, it, and again, that to me feels like. Maybe that's like a bit of a handheld thing because it's like you're playing this game in shorter bursts, so it's like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't lend itself to being in. You know, there were some boss fights in Final Fantasy VII Remake that took me ages because yeah. they're these like big, big sprawling battles. But this just seems like something that's in there to get it moving along. And same with mm. what you're saying about like enemies going down quicker. I mean, sh- yes, that is just the first you know chapter, but the DTF meter is very high. That's oh. why they go down quicker. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I, you know, I got to put the PSP down cause you know, my partner is DTF. <laughs> yeah. I got to quickly finish this boss battle, but yeah, I mean, it does, it does all feel like it's just streamlined to be like, yeah, yeah you don't want to, you, you plan a handheld. You don't want to be, yeah. Spending 45 minutes on a boss battle. It's that just not sense. how people played. A, you know, a game that was just solely on a handheld back yeah. at that time. I you, think, ha- you got a bus ride's worth of time. Yeah, for exactly. This. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing it does as well, that specific mechanic, is give you a little bit of variety yeah. in mm. what you're doing as well, because it's telling you like, hey, for a little bit, you've got this benefit, so you might as well use that type of attack. It's yes. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a nice way of. It reminds me of like Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. I don't know if the regular Tactics had this, but would have like different random rules at the start of oh, things. So it would be like, yeah. you can't use melee attacks or you'll mm. die or whatever. Like in like a worms or something, a little mo- game modifiers, I guess. Right. And yeah. it just gives you a reason to have a look at everything that's in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's cool. I also just like how it's goofy. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. How weird and Japanese it is to just have <laughs> just a slot machine, just constantly cranking away up the top of the screen. Yeah. That's got like a mix of, uh, numbers and then just like little <laughs> portraits of some of the yeah. characters that you've met. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, three Sethoroths. I'm in. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. It's, but it's, it's cool. strange, but it's like it, it's not for hearing that there's a random mechanic constantly happening in the game. Mm. It isn't bothersome in the way that you would worry necessarily. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, kind of yeah, there. Yes. And then you just all of a sudden randomly it's like, oh, cool. I don't have to spend any, uh, spend any of my MP on, mm. uh, on my special attack. So yeah, I mean, I. I'm pretty early on in this game, but yeah, I'm for all the weirdness of it, I'm digging it. I'm, I, I I'm like really it a lot. Really yeah. enjoying it. Um, and we were just saying uh, off the air that I think maybe because of like when it's been released, like people mm. were so pumped about this when it got announced, and then it seems to have flown under the radar a little bit. So I've yeah. seen a lot of eights and seven yeah. and a halfs and stuff, which yeah. it's fair enough, I guess. Like I did notice the because uh, some of the cutscenes, I think the summon. Stuff like the summon, mm. you know, cutscenes that are really regular. You'll see them a lot. Are fully redone, mm-hmm. and the rest are not done at all. Well, it's also or priced a fair bit less too than a full yeah. game. It's like yeah. eighty dollars on the store when a you know standard PS Five game is like one hundred and twenty. Still quite high, but it, like, yeah, yeah. You know, but whatever. It's, it, it has been. It's not. They haven't priced it as like a 
brand new yes. tube. It's like it's a little bit less than that. Yeah, the yeah um, the mix of it's really weird seeing some of those original cutscenes from the PSP game, mm. like kind of up res, but still looking real artifacty and like they, they look like they've been yeah AI upscaled. Like no, they were made a, for yeah. like a two inch screen or whatever that yeah. was. Yeah. So like it's crazy that they don't look fucking awful. <laughs> honestly, yeah. it's, it's a shame. I mean, the fact that it's coming out, you know, in between these two parts of Seven Remake, it mm-hmm. clearly is being positioned to sort of slot alongside all of them. Yep. So the so the lower end of people's scores, I can kind of understand because it's like it is. I think it's suffering from the comparison to that Living in the Shadow a bit, and that's sort mm. of like by design. All the like box art and everything, it is it is all being done in a way to sort of sit alongside that on a shelf and yeah. have and that consistency. Part but then of the that... consistency in the game just isn't there. No, because yeah, it is. Yeah. It plays very much the same in most ways to that 15-year-old handheld game. Mm. A big part of that as well is like in the mission structure where you've got a lot of smaller missions that you yes. do, kind of like Metal Gear Solid Five had for like a console game. You know, you oh, remember yeah, yeah. just like a ton of small... And that that's the way that this is set out, which makes a lot of sense when it's on a handheld. Yeah, yeah the way you get yeah. missions is just from the pause menu. <laughs> yeah. New ones pop up and it's like... Oh, no in-world, like, hey, a guy's going to meet you and say that he needs you to do this. It's yes. like, no, just pause the game <laughs> and then just go into that bit of the menu. Well, you have your main your main storyline is, is like, you know. Oh, that's all. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of that main storyline didn't happen as naturally as in this because I think that's a big part of what they've tuned is you used to have to go off and do a lot of those side missions. Right. Or you would f- be fucked. Right. Like you were much too lower level and whatever. Uh, Okay, yeah, Look yeah. Because they're, they're more like the side missions we're saying, like the pause ones are like training missions, like VR, AR, like go in and... Like in the, the FF7 remake where you had... It was in the Shinra building, right? Where you'd go in and like fight hologram battles, yeah. basically. And it's basically that. It's more like... Um, Oh no! Fifteen enemies are in this part of the world. Yeah, yeah. Any reason? No, we didn't write one. Nah. <laughs> go get them though. They're just bad guys. <laughs> you just got to go kill them. So, is this for anyone who doesn't really know? This is a is it a prequel? Oh, it's a prequel, it's a prequel baby. Yeah. yeah. So you're a you're a guy that works for Shinra. So yeah. you're sort of like seeing the other side of like all that mm. kind of stuff. Just being back in that world again is cool. Yes. And it is, I guess, this is probably part of the effect of why it exists. Is it's getting me pumped up for that second part. Oh, baby. Well, Zach, Zach is a big, who is your character, is a big part of uh, the ending of the original Final Fantasy VII and mm-hmm. then also seemingly more of this remake series yes. than uh, was the case for the main game. So yeah. it's cool to to have them put this out for a bit of context for that character because it does still... This was like a fucking... The PSP was crazy. Mm. This was like a really streets ahead type of handheld thing back when it came out. And it's interesting that they've obviously made it look a lot better, but the amount of work that you have to do to that game to get it to be up to modern standards enough to for it to have this reception of like, oh yeah, pretty good. Mm. Um, it it The game still holds up well enough that a lot of that work was done in 2007. Right, yeah. right, yeah. If that makes sense. Well, yeah, because I didn't really remember what it looked like visually at all, like from when it came out and had a look the other day. The side-by-side thing, it's like... Yeah, it looks like a fucking handheld game. Yeah, like it really for and for kind of. But out, at yeah. the time, it was a crazy good looking handheld. Yeah, game. right. Yeah. And then they've made everything look better, but it's basically a shot for shot kind mm. of remake of that. Like it is 
a coat of paint put on top of that game. Mm. So um, that game did a lot of the heavy lifting. Right. Is what I'm saying. That was a good game and it continues to be, by modern standards, a pretty good game. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd give it... I guess I'd give it like an eight and a half out of ten. Like it's not... I'm not... I don't love it more than IGN. But I mean, you know, the video game review score industry is, is totally fucked yeah. up. It's like, meaningless. Yeah. But it, I, I like it. And obviously if you're someone who... Uh, like the remake of Seven, you're probably gonna want to play this. Hundred yep. percent, because like, it's it, a similar yeah. sort of weird story. Yep, that is, you know, melodramatic. It's like this sort of um, conspiracy government mm. thing, which makes sense because you're working for Shinra. Yep, and uh, with these like over the top. This is the the game series that Sephiroth comes from. So it's mm. like these very, and he's in it. Yep. By the way, he's in it. He's hanging around. All your, all your little. No, actually, I don't know how many cameos there are, but I've seen. A, apart from him, there's been a few. Yep. Uh, yeah. If you like the world, if you like the universe, and you know, it's not as long, right? I, given that it's a handheld originally, I think how it's long ten it? hours. It's okay. about an hour so per chapter. It, you know, that's that's how an much easy of that side stuff you're doing. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. also true. Yeah. So that's an easy little. You know, it does strike me as a nice little like, hey, that week between. Christmas and New Year, you oh, know, yeah. good little one to sit down and knock it off with. Yeah, I, I personally, I think it looks really good. Like, I think it looks like a PS4 game, basically. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have noticed Some of the that. animation stuff in the cutscenes, they're a little... It's that stuff. They're a little, That's like, what I mean stilted, by the stiffness. But, is yeah. Like right. They'll, they, they, there's a... This character is placed here feeling to it you know what i mean oh sure sure but like yeah. texture like the lighting the textures are all yeah, yeah all that stuff really all the good. models yeah. and stuff yeah. uh, i kind of wish i was well. playing it on the switch just to be purest about like, yeah it's a yeah that'd be game. fun yeah um i will say that if you've played the psp one recently enough mm-hmm. you probably this isn't the scale of remake of right. Final Fantasy VII, which is essentially worth, yeah. a different game. Right. This is very much it's more the same game. <laughs> in the remaster thing. Yeah, it is exactly the same game. I think, and I haven't finished it yet, I think they've changed a, a smidge or two of kind of the ending. Right. Okay, right. Is my understanding. Oh, to yeah. tie it in with the remake yeah, trilogy. That makes sense. That they're doing a bit more. But so. yeah, as someone who, yeah, like I said, never was able to play the original, this is like... This is for you. Absolutely yeah. perfect for me, yeah. Same as that Link's Awakening one. Basically yes. the yeah. same sort of deal where the art looks better. And I had never played the original, so it's literally the same experience for me. Ah, looks better. Ben gets wet up. That's, <laughs> DTF that's right. Full up. That sounds like a line from High on Life. <laughs> well, oh, wait, wait. Didn't we have a? We had a Patreon. Uh, oh, one for, person had played Crisis. No, Court? we had no. zero people. Oh, we had that. zero on there. We've got Crisis. some for better luck next time. We've got some for Forspoken and for High on Life. So okay. we'll do them after. Uh, well, High on Life. Let, here's here's away. my review. Of high on life, hmm? you want to hear it? Yeah. Oh, jeez, this is a crap. Wow, what a what a crazy bunch of stuff they're saying in this game. Boy, you'd really you wouldn't expect it to come out of a video game. I'm Mister I'm Mister Console, by the way. That's me. Put a game in me. Where's I the d- option up. to turn this down? <laughs> it's not there. This is the whole thing. <laughs> oh, God. There's no, a shooter is. underneath it. It, it, but it is there. <laughs> yeah, you can. Turn you it get again. not only yeah. It's I like that. It's it's um it's broken up. It's like enemy chatter and gun chatter. You can be like, yes. you know what? I'm fine for the gun to be uh, talking to me nonstop, but I would love it if the enemies could shut the f up while I'm blowing yeah. their heads off. It's an odd thing to have. We're talking about high on life, First which is first person shooter, squanch uh, game, squanch made by yeah. Justin Roiland, the creator of Rick and Morty, Solar Opposites. Mm-hmm. He made Trover Saves the Universe. Uh, 
And that's his history, folks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 38 okay. years old, I'm going to guess. Sure. Fuck, what do you reckon? <laughs> put in your, put in your I bets. I reckon 42. Yeah. Mm, I reckon 38. I don't reckon he's quite 40. 38 sounds about on the money to me. What did you say? 42. You banged it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm Justin Roiland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 42nd birthday already. I'm cakey. I'm the little cake with candles. Put a candle in my head. I'm cakey the cake. No. So here no. is the obvious thing out of the way about high, of li- high on Life. First of all, if you don't think that Justin Roiland is funny, you will not like this game. Yeah, definitely that. Definitely that. You may also think he is funny, but if you think that him talking constantly for the length of a video game might be annoying, you may not like this game. It's a bag of sugar, right? Like, you've got to have it in small portions where, Mm -hmm. like, even if you like sugar, if you eat a whole (laughs) fucking bag, you're going to get sick of it. You're going to get diabetes. You're going to end up in a coma. (laughs) And this is very much... Because the problem... It's not even just that it's Justin Roiland... Talking the whole time, and like all of the characters are the a very similar type of character to one another. Yes, yep. they're all doing that. It's like the Joss Whedon Marvel dialogue. It's it's the Justin Roiland version of that, where every character kind of sounds like sure. the same personality. It it it's deliberate, Ob- and obviously, it's, yeah, it is yeah. the it's style thing, of yeah. it. But it is it and is. Some of them are like, "Hey, I actually talk like a New Yorker, but I'm an alien." Uh, and yeah, it's sometimes it's the, oh, but it's me, and I'm I'm Morty, basically. They have different, but but yeah, they all are saying a very casual version of this sci-fi world that it's in. They're all yeah. like, hey, I'm deconstructing everything. Get in the fucking spaceship, the okay? Prob- yeah. The problem on top of that that I've found with it, where like even if your um, uh, uh, um, ability to withstand that is <laughs> yes. high... It's or enjoy s- it. It's the same. Well, I enjoy it. I think Rick and Mort- Morty's funny and I like... That's very brave of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a group of other men that I meet up with every week to talk about that and uh, some other more radical things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not talking skateboarding. No, 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 going to be yeah, my next guest. right, okay. Uh, it, it's that so many of the jokes rely on length. Yeah, they, they are taking a long time. It's someone saying a lot of different variations of something, or the longer you stand in one place, the more dialogue you get, mm-hmm. and that is the thing that is bothering me with this game. Right. Where the pace of it is really slow if yeah. you're not willing to just run past so much of it, which you easily can. I've never noticed myself hearing so much dialogue fade into the background. Yeah, like. And there's a lot of dialogue, and obviously, like they've put a lot of effort into writing it. A lot of the voices who aren't Justin Roiland are good, um, or the voice. And Justin Roiland's good in it. He's doing his thing, and he's like, I don't. I do genuinely find the what's the main gun's name? Like Kenny or something? I don't remember gun. The main gun. His voice is annoying. I find it annoying. It's an annoying pitch. It's like I did eventually turn it down. Mm -hmm. I haven't played it since I turned it down. Like I did the first boss battle. I guess I got up to that point, and it was like. All right, I'm going to check the settings. Right. But I do I I genuinely find his main voice annoying. Um but yeah, even it's yeah, just like NPCs that are like, yeah, so uh, it um uh, the guy you're looking for, I think he's uh he 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 lost his job and he he he, he he's homeless now. And then it'll just trail off as I'm like, "Oh, okay, so I'm looking over there then." I, I've just not noticed this programmed yeah. into a game so right. much before. I am I'm not bothered by any of this at all mm. honestly like i i yeah it's it's all yeah exactly what you've said if you can imagine what a rick and morty video game is mm. but i'm really 
not minding it. There's some, there's just something about it that is in the context of a video game. I like it because it's like it's different. It's like mm. for me, like talking about the the setting of Forspoken, feeling like we've seen this a million times. Right. I'm kind of the opposite where I tend to trail off more when it's like. Oh, here's a druid telling me something <laughs> in very dry language right. about, you know, even if it's well written or whatever, it still is just that's that's the stuff for me that tends to become a bit white noise. Mm. And this at least is like, yeah, it is like one note and the same kind of joke and it's just doing that same thing again. But there's something about this to me that is like a little bit more interesting and it's like it just kind of pops in a way that like most other games that are mechanically feel the same way, they don't try and do anything you know, stylistically that feels like this. This mm. is a lot. And that's kind of what I like about it. Like it's, you could transplant this story into a bit more of like a self-serious thing and it mechanically it'd all still work. But like just the, you know, the tutorial is like your character is playing another game within the game mm. and the stuff that's in that. I was just like, yeah, this is cool. I just like the fact that there's a guy that like makes comedy shows and also like loves games and he's like, Hey, what if I made a game that, you know, I was doing like funny stuff in and transplanting the sensibility. It kind of reminds me a bit of like the South Park game in the sense that like right. that played very badly and they were trying to do something where the I graphics weren't. Right. Okay, but let's, I remember the graphics get like the draw distance was really low and oh, like I remember it had Nintendo like a lot of 64. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of like no, the sorry. stick of truth and stuff. Yeah. No, no, yeah. sorry. I mean, I mean like the fractured when that butthole. <laughs> the what? The fractured butthole. That's incredibly rude. <laughs> the uh the But quite funny. The 64 one being like... I any sort of humour <laughs> in having a potty mouth. Thank you, sir. Well, having a fractured butthole, that'd be yeah. terrible. No, yeah. Spike Milligan's the only funny person who's ever lived. <laughs> but that 64 one, it was like, oh, this is just cool to wander around in this world. And right. Like, I don't know. For me, it's like... it's just, Yeah, it just doesn't grate on me because it's like, yeah, I like that there's a video game that is just like a very silly cartoon to be clear as got well funny stupid stuff in it my point of it isn't that it's grating I, like I'm enjoying the writing and stuff I think it really negatively affects the pacing of the game sure sure mm. sure because so often you're stopping and starting and stopping and starting if you want to hear this writing yeah, yeah. That's there's true, a lot yeah, of it yeah. in there and or there yes, are a lot like of jokes me, it just fades into the distance either as you <laughs> run away from it or, and yeah. don't get it yeah. or the way it's making you interact with this writing is by standing in the shop for too long right. while the guy says a funny conversation and it's it's it makes the game way less fun. Which Weirdly, I guess, if you yeah. want, if you are enjoying the jokes and want to hear them, you're enjoying the game less because right. it's, it's kind yeah. of a fun game in it. Yeah, cool. I actually it's- love the gameplay. I think that's why I, I yeah, that's why I said in our group chat. Like, if you did change the the writing and or even just maybe the acting, I'm not sure what specifically is getting getting my just goat. punchier, just punchier. Yeah, a little. yeah. There's a lot. There's too much of it. There's too mm, much. I, I also don't love the meta stuff the stuff of like right. the comments on it being a game and like it's a, but like the world is cool yeah the visually it's i love it i yeah that's where i'm like yes this is a creative game it's not just like fallout again or like i mean the outer worlds is a okay comparison because it was like kind of funny trying to do something yeah. satirical but this is like just full on a comedy game. It's yeah. more like one of those '90s adventure games, like yeah. a LucasArts thing. Is the yes. sensibility of it? It doesn't play anything like that. Obviously, it's a first-person yeah. shooter, but, but it this- has that sort of day of the tentacle kind of yeah, like yeah. shamelessly wacky. I think it's yes. like it's the fact that the other game he's made is a VR game mm. and I loved that game. It was a 3D platformer and that had some kind of cool meta stuff in it where it was like 
this funny like in-world justification for the fact that you're controlling something but you're you the per- you the person with the headset on kind of in like an astrobot mm. way where it's like yeah. you the physical space that you inhabit in the game as the player is interacting with the world and and right. exists within the world he had like a really cool kind of justification for that but there were a lot of things in that that were the same where people are just talking to you for long stretches of time mm. but that i mean in a vr game that's that's a lot of what vr is it's just yeah. sitting and having an experience and you know you sort of Someone's talking at you, kind of looking around the world, being like, oh, wow, this is cool. This three-dimensional. So it feels like they've just, because that game, I think, was successful and people mm. liked it, they've transplanted this across. But it just doesn't work as well in in this kind of format. You need to be yeah. a bit, like, kind of punchier. It's the, yes. like, there's an early example of it with, um, there's a little kid who is like, I'm slummy. I'm the little oh, kid yeah. who's getting in your way. Yeah, fuck you, yeah, buddy. Yeah, you better stay. Look out for me, because I'm gonna get a piece of your butt. And oh. you can just run past him to continue the game, or you can stand there and listen to all of his dialogue and like interact with him. And like, if you shoot him, it's like, Third oh option? man, you killed a kid. You can shoot him straight away, <laughs> yeah, which I true. did. Yeah, <laughs> same. So that's the thing. I think it's I'm I'm getting bothered by the pacing of it because I'm like, well, it's all in here, and I want to mm. complete the game, so yeah. I'm gonna listen to and just so much of it is uh length is part of the joke that and, that yeah. is honestly like ruining the pacing of it for me in some ways which feels stupid it's because fu- it's, it's we, optional we, we were talking well we played uh choo choo charles before yeah and i th- i think it was you nox you mentioned or you're like making fun of the fact of like yeah you can just skip through the dialogue of people talking to you and it's like oh yeah i just uh I, as the character i memorize all of this stuff in advance and you can sk- and it's like it it this game does not have skipping through the dialogue in mind. No. And that is a way if you're someone like me, I tend to play, you know, these sort of games. I'll chuck the subtitles on, maybe I'll listen to a podcast or whatever. I'll take it in as much as I want to, but I might want to play it kind of faster than listening to the entire dialogue would be. Well, especially if that dialogue is deliberately lengthy because there's a bunch of jokes in it that right. haven't necessarily been edited super well. Like they've thrown yes. the, the kitchen sink at this in terms of script. There's a lot in there. Yes. And a lot of it is funny. I'm really enjoying yeah. uh, a lot of like that stuff is I'm Rick and Morty is funny. <laughs> Justin Roiland is able to be funny. <laughs> I, I don't know why I have to feel embarrassed uh... to say that shit out loud. <laughs> I have a feeling if this wasn't, if this, if we weren't doing our game of the year tomorrow, or if this had have come out a bit earlier, mm. this might be on my list. Like I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging the sensibility of it. And I think it feels yeah. fun to play. I'm digging the vibe of it. So I, I think it's really itself. fun to play. That's. Yeah. I think yeah, it, it may also have been on my list because I love this kind of game. I love the Outer Worlds. I love Fallout. And to like, be clear, it's not like Outer issues. Worlds or Fallout in terms of it being an RPG or anything. No, really. no, it's a first-person shooter. Shooter. I've read Metroidvania. Like I'm not deep in enough uh, to, to see those mm, elements, but I assume uh, there's a lot of like hitting the thing where you can't get through because of yeah, it's right. like it's lightly that, but it's not yeah. enormously that sort of thing. You get some. It's just a first-person shooter with a story and quests. The guns are decent. Like you get a, a few different weapons that um all have the you know the, they've got their different voices and mm-hmm. stuff, but they're they're fun to use. The shooting isn't great. I don't think like it's not like up there with great first-person shooter things. It's like a good one if that makes sense. It's mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. at that top tier of things. It reminds me a lot for some reason of Deus Ex Mankind Divided, where the shooting's okay, right. and there's jumping in it, and there's sort of like a small area to explore most of the time. 
you don't really have the ability to go about things in different ways in the same way. It's not trying no, to be that. No. It's much more of an arcadey, like the intro tutorial game is, like a Doom-style, yeah. mm. old-fashioned old shooter. I, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I really liked using a separate in-world thing to teach you the mechanics, and then at a certain point, it's kind of like very slowly, the camera is kind of like panning out mm. of the screen. My that memory, was well done. I liked it. My mm. memory of it is hazy. But I think Guardians of the Galaxy did a very similar thing. Okay. okay. I can't remember how that one worked. You definitely were looking around your room in the same way that when yep. you come out of that. Right. Um, but yeah, so like it's a perfect Game Pass sort of thing where yes. it's like yeah. the, the things about it that might turn you off aren't going to matter that much because if they do, it's free. Yeah. Mm. But there is like a pretty decent game in there. Uh, in terms of it being a shooter and mm. it is funny in the same ish way that Rick and Morty is just with a bit of an editing problem I would say mm. where they've got too much of it in there so that it can really it, it you're you're so swamped with the same type of humor all the time and so um it, and if you're trying to look at it all you're so you're you're so stuck in right. certain places for yeah. such long periods of time that that is my only major criticism of it other than it being all around not amazing but like it's good yeah, yeah. that makes yeah. sense yeah i think yeah i i, I think there are platforming a lot of it a lot of the yeah the, the 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 narrative content is a little grating to me and like just putting lots of swears in i said i'm 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 like the bloody youtube demonetization algorithm <laughs> Less swearing, please. <laughs> but it, it, is. Do, it feels a bit like sixteen-year-old trying to be cool swearing. Right. Um, I mean, the way that you, um, the the choosing your appearance thing—you do that from looking in a mirror. Oh when yeah. Someone's giving you a line of cocaine off. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, I was like, that's kind of a novel way of doing it. That's cool. But it is a little bit like, you know, within the first five minutes, like, ah, doing drugs. But yeah. you know what? At the very least, the game is constantly being creative like that. Yeah, and yeah. Whether or not you find those decisions to land. You, I, I don't think you can argue that the game's not really trying a lot oh, of the yeah. time. It's not boring. It's trying I mean, hard. Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> like, the thing the, is, like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, there's something about it, even even in those little moments, which, like, I agree, Ben, like, I kind of feel the same way, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I'm just, I guess I'm just, like, I'm really happy to give it a pass because it is, it's not just something we've seen a million times over in, in a video game context. Mm. So for that reason, I'm a bit, like, it just is, yeah. It's just doing it for me a bit more. Mm. I'm like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is just silly. Yeah, yeah. And some of it I love. I think like it's literally just the way that they talk. Yeah, you know, as in like it's like the the content of what they're talking about is interesting. The setting is interesting. The visual design I love. And then yes, yeah, some of the interactions like there's a bit where you've got like the two locked doors, and you know you've got to say, I, I guess I'm spoiling the joke. So these these are all early on. These are very yeah. early on, but w there's like a blue button, I guess. Like a just a circle guy, like yeah. a little worm who lives in a tube. Yeah, and a red one, and the blue one's like, which one of us is hotter? And then it and like you really hurt the red ones. It's just like yeah, it's funny, like making these anthropomorphic things, alien things, yeah. give you these dumb conversations to have. I do like that about it. That playfulness is. You're right. It's not in a lot of other games. But you're right. It is funny too that like the gun's voice literally is Morty. Yeah. Just it's straight it's a, up. It's, is. it's like 
eight percent different. I think it's more <laughs> like I think that's very generous. I think that a that's generous. I think if it's any if it is different, it's like more just like his n- normal speaking voice. Yeah, I or think his like his his default voice. Sure, I guess. not his probably. Or not he's his just mentally like voice. I'm not pretending to be a little kid, but it's like yeah, there's yeah. be no th- there's absolutely no mistaking it. Like yes. it's yeah yeah. 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 It, but um, the same, it's because it's the stuttering and it's the it's yeah, all the, it's the yeah. same vocal ticks, and that's what you're getting. You can hear that it's a lot of like, hey, we'll just leave the mics running and you you go for it, yep. Justin. Yep. Riff out your game, and yeah. that means you're getting an awful lot of it. And I do think just like this is and two things: comedy is one of the most subjective things in the world. So if you like it or not is completely up to you. But then also, comedy script editing is something I'm too fucking <laughs> over the top about. And with like the meta jokes or like mm. the man, we're in fucking space with that type of joke. If you do too much of them at the one time, if you break the fourth wall, then it's broken. Yeah. 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 If you break it a second time, you're not do. You're just putting your hand in empty space. Mm, so like your fingers around. Yeah, it can repeat itself quite quickly. Yeah, yep. but. Who gives a fucking shit? <laughs> it's, I think the main That's thing... That's my one fuck and my one shit. And now Good. I wait for 20 minutes so that they'll be funny again. Yeah. It, it, my main takeaway is that it is way better than I was expecting. Sure. Yeah. So if you thought it was going to be good, it might be even better than you thought it was going to be. Yeah. And you if know, you're a Rick like, and Morty Superman fan, I mean, you've already got the digital yeah. deluxe yep. edition. Because yep. that's who this game is for, right? It's that yeah. guy making a game with that exact sensibility yeah. that also is like a fun game. It's not just like a Simpsons game where it's like, oh, cool, it's all all the stuff is in here, but it yeah, feels shit to play. It's like, an actual... and this is what, Yeah, I mean, I wish more comedy people that I like who... Or like animation people that mm. I like, who there is a huge overlap with those kinds of creators who also play games. Mm. I wish more people did this, yeah. you know, who are like yeah, cool. There, there should be a rather than have to license Futurama out to some yeah. other studio that do a hatchet job on. And if they just had, right. if Graining was like a huge <laughs> gamer and just set up a studio and it was like yeah, cool, we'll just make this in house. It's like yeah. that'd rule. That'd yeah. be awesome. It, it's yeah, for what is essentially a licensed game in in a sense. Yep, for it to be. As good as this, yeah, is is, in my opinion, good. Well, boys, I tell you what. Imagine if you were a, a little bit overgrown downstairs and you whipped out the old pube trimmer and it started talking at you, going, "Oh, pubey! Oh, 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 geez, Adam, are you 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 really let it get overgrown this time? I, I mean, it's like it's like the I mean, it's like the Amazonian rainforest down here. But he'd be like, but it's but, that, but that's being logged, I guess. What's another? Well, what's something else that's really overgrown? Uh, he'd be like, oh, I love pubes. Yum, yum. Yeah. Let me eat them up. I'm a this- fucking, I'm a pube trimmer. I don't know. I'm a fucking, I'm going to trim your pubes. Let me at them. Yeah, let me get in there. I fucking dick and cut it off. Oh, fucking. The knife is a little over the top. Anyway. The, the, I'm potty and I'm calling the kettle black. That's me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> here on this podcast. Um, they'd be talking about Manscaped. They'd be they talking. sure would. Talking about, about Manscaped. That's what that original comedy character was speaking about. Rick and Mortscaped. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you got to have a very high IQ to enjoy the products of Manscaped. IQ stands for overgrown bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just had to, didn't you? <laughs> there was no way that it was going to pan out. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, they're great products. We in- endorse them often on here, but yes. the endorsement re- remains genuine. It does. If you're looking to shave up your fucking hair, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's Manscaped the Clock. Uh, yes. Now they- that I'm done reading the copy. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was written by Justin Roiland, I think. Too many swears. The performance package 4.0, it contains everything you need to keep your body hair trim and good. Yes, ma'am. Trim and good. 
And that's all you need to know. You want that shit neat, and it's a, a neat little package that it comes in. It is. It's it's a good gift if you reckon you've still got time before Christmas rolls around mm-hmm. in 10 days. But hey, gifts are going to be given again even after that. Absolutely. Maybe you, maybe you don't even give gifts for that. Maybe that ain't your thing. Maybe you got a friend who's got a birthday in January. You could do. Yeah. I got a friend called Jesus who's got a birthday in 10 days. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to get him the performance package. He's he a little a hairy, hairy. Yeah. He's a hairy guy. Yeah, he's a hairy little cunny. <laughs> uh, uh, you got the platinum package, which has your like shampoo and your like uh, cologne and um, moisturizer. No, some other stuff. Ball toner. There's a ball balm. There's a ball toner. They've got like a uh, uh, shampoo cross conditioner thing yes. now yep. and a body soap that are good. That's Fake right. Body newspaper. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Have a look at it all. Gold. Fake gold trimmed boxes. It really is yeah, a nice yeah, little yeah. gift package. It's a hell package. of a. It's a very impressive gift. And yeah, look, you know, it might not make it there in time for Christmas, but maybe you're someone like a relative of mine who every you say, "Hey, it's running a bit late. Uh, I'll get it to you soon." And then guess what? The gift never comes for Fuck. a few years in a row now. But maybe you're Woo. that person in your family, yeah. and you know you can pull that stunt, and you and they think, "Oh yeah, here we go again. Another year of this." Yeah. And then guess what? You turn up. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe it's like Fourth of Jan by the time you get around to it. Mm. But they've given up, and you absolutely knock their socks off <laughs> with the Manscaped performance package. Is that what it's called? Yeah, kid. And yeah. also, like, if you if they're annoyed that it didn't get there in time, you can go. Well, I got twenty percent off and free shipping. Yeah, they'd be like, you used a fucking the, the code <laughs> filthy at manscaped.com for my present. Yep, and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, twenty percent off and free shipping by using the the code filthy. Mm. I'd have to be crazy not to make use of that. Very deal. nice bargain. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So get on there. Get They've on there. They've been supporting the show for a very long time now. They're absolutely yeah. wrapped with the support that they get from uh, this show and yeah. from the listeners of this show. Honestly, so- they've been helping us through. The pandemic, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like quite 100%. genuinely, and obviously, yeah. yeah, our listeners who who partake in the code uh, hugely helps us as well. Uh, and you know who else helps us? Who our patrons? They do too. Yeah, they genuinely uh, keep the lights on in old filthy studios. That's true. And they had some opinions. The lights are on right now. They are. Yeah. Do you know how, literally how I'm paying for that electricity? Our patrons. Illegal drugs. <laughs> oh. Which is what they're making everyone into in High on Life. I don't think we said anything about the story. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a pretty good story, yeah. It's, it's okay. like a it's, mafia, international yeah, space mafia. What did people from Patreon think of it? Um, so, uh, Migsy Matosis is their username. Nice. Uh, they say, never watched Rick and Morty. Well, you're a, you're a sick rabbit is why. <laughs> it's not for you. When you're busy working on feral TV. <laughs> yeah. Aren't they airing Rick and Morty? What does Darren yeah. think? Yeah. <laughs> I reckon Darren would love it. The big frog yeah. keeps recommissioning yeah. it. <laughs> uh, went in on High in Life expecting to hate how, quote, funny it was trying to be. <laughs> the fourth wall breaking and non-stop dialogue is a bit much, but I was caught off guard oh, by that. The, yeah. By the more out there moments, like the intro game, the suit OS. Yeah, the suit uh, has like a personality as well. It's like a clippy kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, Tammy and the T-Rex and like a couple of, yeah, like uh, little cameo things and jokes and stuff that yeah, I won't spoil. Yeah, that's a uh, good point. A the- solid Game Pass game if ever there was one. Yep. Then they say probably the most Reddit game imaginable, which to that I say, take my updates, kind <laughs> sir. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Well, edit. Well, Thank you for the gold, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you should have actually edited that in after. Uh, pretty good summary there, I reckon. From, yeah, from Migsy. Yep, yep. Agree. Migsy saying the exact same things about like the 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 length and the fourth wall genuinely gave me a feeling of connection with a person <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I haven't had for a while. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash filthy casuals pod. It's actually a bunch for high on life. Um, surprisingly, even given yeah, for spoken was was out for free. But yeah, yeah what else? Game have we got pass, here? baby. Yeah. Uh, but 
fan of uh, sorry, this is John Jenkins or JJ as I like to call him. Fan of the comedy of Justin Roiland, and the game is filled with it. Although some jokes are pretty much copied now and then from his shows or even earlier in the game. Combat is more in-depth than I thought it was going to be with the multiple guns and their respective special abilities. Uh, overall, a brilliant game that isn't like others. It's just filled with collectibles to bulk it out. Bulk <laughs> it out. As I have found out, it will last between 10 to 12 hours if you just get through the campaign. Okay. The guns do remind me of sort of Nintendo 64 era, like two rocky kind of oh, creative yeah. guns. Right, right. Not just like, here's your automatic, whatever. Like they've got actual Absolutely. interesting yeah. things to it. Yeah, well, yeah, Ratchet yeah. and Clank. It's like right. every oh, new yes. weapon was like, this isn't going to just be, I mean, this will be a bit more powerful, but it'll have some cool effect to it. It looks yeah. visually interesting. It's doing something interesting on the screen. It really yeah. makes a difference. Yeah. Um, Space Pope and also <laughs> Matt Finger uh, and also Tim Huff uh, have relatively s- the same sort of opinion. It's, it's yeah, it depends on how much you can tolerate the humour. Um, but it is a great game to, to have a little um, fun fluff around with. Yeah. So, uh, oh, and yes, Tim also points out, yeah, it kind of does a lot of deconstructing of video game tropes, which if you like that meta stuff, then that's good. There is a lot of it in there. Yeah, and it's hit and miss. Like some of them I yeah. like and some of them I don't, you know? Like not all of it is always going to fire at 100%. I think it's cool when you... As with anything comedy. Yeah, mm. when you're in the town, in the like main little city bit, mm-hmm. and you go to try Blurp and early town on... or whatever. It uh, is, blimp? Yeah. Blimp City? Blimp? I th- Blim? Is it just or Blim? Blim. I think it's Blim. I think it Blim. might just be Blim. Blim. Yeah. Blim City. You go to like just shoot someone in the street. I just out of interest <laughs> went to do that to see what would happen. And the gun goes, no, yeah. we're not doing that. It's like, I just like anything that's like, yeah, any world in a game that just like kind of contextualizes all the very video gamey shit. It's right. not just like nothing happens. It's like, yeah, they, I don't know. It's it's cool. I, I dug it. I thought it was like funny that the gun is like, hey, let's just take a break from killing. Please. I- I got annoyed when it said the same thing every time I tried to kill every pedestrian, though. So, <laughs> I think you've got to accept that. Chuck that's in a, some chuck of in that. a couple of half. <laughs> yeah. got no, to the chuck game in some different uh, lines. I ate the same meal eight times and hated it every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got some stuff here from Ryan. I didn't click well with Forspoken. Uh, I thought the combat was really floaty and bland, and the movement wasn't as fluid as I was hoping. It reminds me a lot of FF15, but Here's without the, reason, the character. Ryan. Creative Business Unit 2. Yeah. That's what um, they used to be called. No, yeah, no character that brought out the best in that game. Which, yeah, that game was fun because of those stupid bloody bromances. Those silly boys. Um, bu- 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 By the way, one thing just quickly we forgot to say about Crisis Core that I love. it That every battle is bookended by... Oh, yeah. A, like a activating sort of combat a- mode. Activating combat mode. And then at the end, Crisis Resolved. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, 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 yeah. So in goblin mode. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's what it says in high online. It's like we're speaking of yeah, yeah. game worlds contextualizing what's happening. It's like where's this voice coming from? Yeah, it's <laughs> so annoying because that yeah that first chapter or so yeah. is constantly starting and stopping with the combat. I don't mind it? it. I mean, I like it. Again, it's like it's like the slot machine. It's so stupid. Yeah, that it yeah. just does kind of work, but it's like. Again, that's just like a very of its time thing that just seems so silly yes. taken in isolation. I do think it smooths out later on. I'm not sure right, why because right. it's still just another level. But yeah, uh, Austin says, For spoken dialogue made me and my buddy cringe harder than Call of Duty dialogue and that's saying something. Wow. It's poorly written and apparently like... Oh, I forget his oh, fucking shit. name. But one of the dudes who wrote Rogue One and also Amy Hennig are like listed on the writing team for Forspoken. Oh. And... Um, 
I could believe that they did some work on it, but it is most it is mostly not good. Yeah, um, from the little bit in the demo. Um, yeah, uh, Tim again. Uh, he spoke about for spoken. He said he spoke about for spoken. He said didn't feel fun to play, but my biggest annoyance was the voice acting in the dialogue. Quote: Was that a freaking dragon? And then he signed off as Timmy from Seattle, which I'm sorry for not referring to you as Timmy before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to everyone that he did. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's about it. It's like yes. uh, everyone's kind of similar on Forspoken. Very underwhelmed. Didn't like the parkour. Didn't. Uh, Johannes mentions it took it took him out of it when he jumped off a cliff and there was no fall damage. It does feel weirdly for a week where we played uh, Crisis Core. It feels a little old fashioned. It feels mm. a bit like a yeah, like an Assassin's Creed one, like you said, or just something that's not quite yeah contemporary. I'm I'm really interested to play the full thing. I'm, mm. I am going to do that because it does seem like the upgrade and progression stuff is a key part of what you're doing there and to be chucked in without much context for those things mm. i think contributed to it feeling a little empty or not empty but a little uh plain and and, and dull yeah mm-hmm. i and i liked the fishbowl thing and i i uh yeah i don't know i think i could like it and fighting that big enemy at the at the end it's like if it's a bit more like you know a bit monster hunter vibes with magic and you sort of are trying to get the right combinations mm. of uh, yeah, I think it could be good, but I don't we'll know. See. We'll know in a month because that's when it comes out. Speaking of games coming out in the future, Ho-ho! a fucking ton of them are. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, yeah, we mentioned before from the Game Awards, there are a bunch of announcements. We're going to go through them in the back end of the show here. Uh, there's a lot, and some of them we obviously won't care about, but <laughs> I've got a list here of every actual announcement, not just like, Here's an ad for Four Guys again or whatever. Yes. Do you want to just fucking go through them one after the other? I reckon if we're not interested, we can just say skip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, let's... I'm just going to go... This is certainly not... Oh, God, there's so many. (laughs) It's not chronological order from the show for sure. In fact, I'm going to go from the bottom up. Oh, okay. Because the more interesting ones are at the top of this list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. List. Uh, Vampire Survivors Mobile. Got yeah, is- that makes a lot of sense to me. This uh, this was the thing that inspired me to finally play Vampire Survivors. This was on mobile. On mobile, oh. yeah. I uh, wow. I just I kept meaning to and just kept forgetting about it, and then saw this, and I was like, you know, literally like I'm reading about it on my phone, and I'm yeah. like, you know what, I'm just gonna get this right now. Mm. And uh, it kind of it you know it works fine with just using the finger on the screen to control, but I've got the I've cracked out the backbone, oh, nice. and oh. I've been uh, yeah I've been doing some sessions with that. Great game. Yes. It's super fun. The way that it escalates the further you get in, in terms of like the roguelikey unlock stuff. Yeah. It, it's, you can't see it at the start, and it is surprising for a long time. Yeah. The it, yeah. The, the, it increases you, its you, scope. You collect currency, and then that unlocks the permanent bonuses, right? And by like doing things in right. sessions, like yeah. if you find this character in this level, you're right. right, right. So you're walking around, you're being besieged by enemies you're mm. kind of automatically attacking yeah and you by killing enemies you get these gems that are powering up and when you get to a certain point at every time it'll uh give you an option of like a new power up which might be make you think a bit stronger do two at once get a different like a projectile and you just basically doing that for as long as you can it's yeah. a fun little loop it's very simplistically designed it's free yeah so oh, that's yeah. crazy yeah there's a DLC out for it now too, which I haven't uh, tried yet, but I love that game. Yes. And uh, it's everyone should play it and continue to play it because it does 
go further than it seems like. It right. Yeah. It isn't as repetitive of a look. Anyway. It's, yeah, it's like it's a bullet hell game. Uh, it, yeah, really gave me flashbacks to playing, I guess, Gal- Gallagher and stuff, where it's like, you know, you'd upgrade your guns each end of each, like, stage. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, loved it. Loved it. Continue to love it. It's very cool. Another roguelike thing that I never really got into was uh, Dead Cells. And oh, they've yeah. got a Return to Castlevania DLC coming out, which is a cool collab. It is a collab. Yeah. Dead Cells X Castlevania. Yeah. Uh, I never played Dead Cells. I, Me either. I think I played, like, um, around that time, I played, I think, Hyperlight Drifter or something and was, like, really scared of how difficult this these, like, pixely throwback sort of action games would be. And apparently right. it was quite difficult. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I played a bit of it and it, it seemed okay, but it just... For whatever reason, and this happens with roguelike games in particular, if that if the the upgrade loop doesn't get you early mm. or doesn't get me early, I'll often drop out. Yep. Yeah. So, and that happened with that, but uh, might be a reason to go back in. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what Colossal Cave is, but that got a release date. Colossal Cave sounds like yes. <laughs> What does it sound like? I was just like? going to say, it sounds like a big cave. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, sounds like what's in your mother's pants or oh, something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No. That direction. That's rude. <laughs> That's rude. Uh, Dune Awakening. Oh, had... wait. It sounds like where Batman keeps his hideout. There you go. <laughs> I guess okay. so. All right. <laughs> Everyone if, can enjoy that. If you fucking must. It's where Big Batman lives. Yeah. Where yeah. B- yeah. yeah okay. It's where Big Batman yeah. does his it's, work. It's, it's the, the, the secret lair of Batman of Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, oh. Dune Awakening had a bit of in-game footage. That's the weird uh, like survival MMO Dune yes. game. Yeah. It looked nice. Yeah. And it had the Dune design down well. Uh, yet to see whether or not it will be able to be that type of game and hold our interest. Yeah, yeah. It's not. And I think a lot of people seem to be like that. Of like, why isn't this just like a, a single, single player, player game? game yeah. It looks nice as well. This trailer looked good. I do love the world of Dune. It's cool. It's Don't, a cool world. And the, visually, they're pulling it off with this. Yep. And if the survival MMO side of it doesn't make it too, you know, FOMO, play every day, mm. do your dailies, do your weeklies, blah. Yeah, get your login bonuses, yeah. I, I don't want to do that with it. No, I'm already um, doing that with Marvel Snap. You might be doing <laughs> it soon with Fire Emblem Engage and the coming DLC for it. Yes. You won't be. It's not that type Definitely. of game. Definitely. <laughs> but they started and they, they announced a, a bit of DLC. Yeah. I think some extra characters and stuff like that from the other games. Yeah, the uh, the last one had a whole a DLC thing that was like a whole different alternate side story. Yeah, yeah. Which I never I started and then mm. uh, I mean I loved that game, but it was like yeah, set see a secret school. That's right. That set underneath the main school it was like the brown house or something. something Is that something what it was? Along those That's lines, what's yeah. in your mother's pants. Yeah, <laughs> the back the re- the back uh, yeah yeah fruit Batman lives there <laughs> because fruit bats are brown as well. Yeah, but man, yeah. I can't wait just for this to clarify. <laughs> Understand how that could sound? That was very offensive. <laughs> Fruit bats are brown. Um, Only a couple weeks off. Can't wait. Yeah, right. A few weeks off. So soon. Yeah, Gen twenty. Pumped. Twenty. Yeah. Fuck. And so this was like the season pass and stuff that they announced. Yep. Right. Some of the characters from uh, Three Houses. Three Houses are part of this. Unclear what some of it is, but it seems mainly characters. Nothing to the scale of right. what we're talking about. Yep. Mentioned yet. Uh, also, that game is out and they're announcing the season pass and shit. It's always so weird when that happens to mm, me. Mm. A new mode for Among Us called Hide and Seek. Guess what you do in that? Um, play Among Us? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> something called Blue Protocol got announced. Yeah, is this, oh. the, is this the big crazy looking... Uh, 
this is an MMO kind yeah. of thing that's yeah. like big in Bandai Namco, I China? believe. That's right. no, that's Genshin Impact. Oh, okay. And this is Genshin Impact. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're right, but you're not right. Yeah. Right. Sounds to me like I was Wrong. right. <laughs> Uh, this is it from the look of it, at least, and the idea of what it is, because it is another online game and, and massive. I don't know if they've said free to play, but it is very much looking like it is trying to be a Genshin Impact. It is. It's a like a Genshin Impact clone. The impact of Genshin Impact has uh, been felt. It didn't look anything special to me in particular. Um, I've initiated. Blue Protocol. <laughs> Blue Protocol, yeah. Not can, a good name. You can add it to your watch list on Steam, but it doesn't say a price. It may well be a free-to-play. Obviously, like Genshin Impact is. Looks cool. In the same way that Genshin Impact looks cool. It, it, like, the art looks nice, and it yeah. looks similar to the trails of the oh, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. games, mm-hmm. which I believe is it's one of those studios making this or something. I could be way off on that, but I think it's from the same It's by Bandai Namco Studios. So and I think they do those ones. Right. Right. So anyway, we've got to move on Yeah, I Tales of Arise, you're true. right. I'm just going through Steam. Look at that. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. They also made Tekken Eight. <laughs> they I know that's coming up, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that soon. Yeah. Uh, but that looks pretty good. Baldur's Gate 3 got a release date for the official thing. It's been like in early access for yeah. fucking ages, it feels years, like. I think. A couple years. At least 2020, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm ready to play it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. They've been announcing like Minsk is in it mm-hmm. and all of that stuff from uh, Minsk and Boo. I don't know if Boo is back or if it's mm. just Minsk. Maybe Boo died. Baldur's Gate are RPG games. Classic uh, computer yeah, CRPG. It's a CRPG. <laughs> you got a big book with it with all the spells. Oh, yes. And you sniff that book and yep. you go, God damn, I wonder what a pussy smells like. <laughs> and you'd never find out, but the book was good. It, <laughs> it's uh, nothing like a book. I'll tell you that, boys, out there. Oh, man. <laughs> I've um, heard, well, depends who you with. But, like, I've <laughs> seen people. Whose pussy smell like a book? A librarian, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. Uh, oh so- boy, I'm pussy smell <laughs> and I smell like a pussy. Um, yeah, it's I've seen good things from people who've played the early access thing, but I have avoided right. all of that because I want to play the full thing. <laughs> yep. It's coming out in August. And a lot of people uh, played the Divinity games in the meantime. Similar, very similar kind of RPG. Yeah. Same studio as well making this, I believe. And Divinity Original Sin 2, I played, I loved. It's a good game. I'm excited for BD3. I mean BG3. <laughs> I mean BFG. Uh, the BFG game got announced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to release uh, at midnight, The Witching Hour. Ooh. Uh, the Returnal PC port got mm. announced. Uh, apparently recommends having a massively oh, really? powerful computer. Uh, and that game looks great on the PS5, and it's it one of the few PS5 exclusives. Yep. Um, but that's cool that more people get to play that. Good game. Yep, yeah, great game. a bunch of bunch of PlayStation games coming to the PC. Last of Us Part 1 was the other one that they uh, mentioned during this show. Mm. Again, Last of Us, good game. So weird the way Sony is doing its PC stuff of like, put two out there as well. Go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the other Uncharted games on there. You put four and five out. Yes. Yeah. What's going on? And Spider-Man's on there. Spider-Man. And I think Miles Morales either just came out on there right. or... But it's it's strange the yep. way they're doing it. God of War One came out this year on there. Yeah, in the year Ragnarok. They must out. have some money making algorithm that just tells them when to do it. I guess so. Uh, Lords of the Fallen. Speaking of money making algorithms, mm. make a Dark Souls thing. It didn't work. 
wait eight years and put <laughs> yeah. out a sequel or a reboot? Is it? A, I think it's a remake. I guess so. Yeah, it's just it's called the Lords of the. F- uh, the first one was maybe Lords of the Fallen, and this is the Lords of the Fallen. Right. Okay. It's like Dark Souls, but imagine you took out the personality of it. Is what the first game is like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This looked. I mean, it's mostly CG cutscene stuff we saw. I can't I remember. Guess so. It stylistically, it looks great, which again is because Dark Souls looks great. <laughs> Right, it's all that very yeah gothic medieval kind yeah, of gothic high spiky fantasy. helmets and gross gross skeleton things. It looks like grubby gameplay. temples and churches. Yeah, it could oh, be okay. okay. Um, it's not turned me off. It's, the only thing is, I knew it was this game that already existed. Right, that just like fell between the cracks. It seemed like, and it, it was mm, yeah. It, it came, that that first one came out before people had figured out what made Demon Souls and Dark Souls good. Right, I think so. It didn't quite pull it off. This it's similar to um, there was a game called oh, what was that fucking sci-fi one? Anyway, the sci-fi one just kind of missed it too. It gave you like a heavy character and and like the the trimmings of a Dark Souls game without the the heart that's in there. Right, it's been long enough, and there have been enough attempts at that style of game that maybe it's more possible now mm. for them to. Uh, pull it off. Pull off their their copying uh, a bit better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope their plagiarism goes well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2. Yeah, I'm pumped for this. Yeah. I, I like the original. Um, space Marine. I'm a Space Marine. I remember oh, the, that was what the orcs would do. Yes. They'd be like, look at you, Space Marine. <laughs> and that was fucking cool. Yeah. Orcs being British. Yeah. Oh, bit of yeah. fun. Everyone is British in Dark Tide as well. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, it's all it's it's the Empire must have come back in a big way. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. It it the original was a little bit sort of God of War three bayonetta, you know, action gamey, Devil May Cryy sort of 3D beat em up and like half gears of war in there too, yeah, right? Like yeah. shoot slash you've got your chainsword. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, cool animated quick time sort of you know death scenes and shit like that i i i'm a big i'm a huge games workshop head mm-hmm. and i'm i i like it when they release a good game and i'm excited for this one uh horizon forbidden west burning shores mm. got announced we're going to holly weird <laughs> boy <laughs> if you thought it was messed up before why don't you get a load of it now the hollywood sign has somehow survived the thousands of years of apocalypse <laughs> yeah. yeah still got white paint on it looks beautiful looks pristine just flat now hasn't it like didn't one of the letters fall over recently in real life? I feel like it's been like I think the thing's burned down a couple up. of times yeah. over the years. Well, it used to say Hollywood land. Yeah. But, right. And then it went underwater. That's right. Because of global warming. That's right. Mm. Uh I'm stoked about this. I thought Forbidden West was great. And this is a PS5 only DLC too, which is kind of weird. That's oh. cool. Uh, so the, the game was cross-gen and this yes. is only for the PS5 version, which some people are annoyed about. But that's because those losers don't have a PS5. <laughs> I that's love right. it. I've, I've, that's yeah. what I said about, you know, a lo- yeah, most games that came out on the PlayStation this year. Yeah. They look, they're looking smooth on the PS5, but I wish it was pushing it a little bit further. And yeah, I mean, this is a good way of doing it. If you, you yeah. know, if it makes sense monetarily to... Have the base game be cross-gen because, yeah, not everyone can get a PS5, so you're just not going to make as much money. Sure, but then put something else out where you give it that little – or have, like, an extra area that gives it that little bit of oomph. Well, apparently there's a there's a glut of PS5s hitting the market. Okay. Apparently there are a lot of the shortages. A glut, you say? Over. That's what I read. Sony said that the they, like, put out a statement being like, the supply issues are over. Yeah. There's also rumours that um, I wasn't going to bring up on this – 
because of uh, the length of time that the uh, podcast will take. Yeah. But they're uh, uh, pretty... Um, He's about to recite the entirety of Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> pretty believable rumours that the king yeah. uh, is... <laughs> that something rotten in Denmark. <laughs> uh, that they are getting closer to releasing a new model of PS5, which oh. is... Uh, every one of them will be smaller and diskless with an attachable disk oh, drive. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, we heard about that d- detachable disk drive Yeah, about six months ago. Apparently it's working real smooth and that, that yeah. looks like it will be a thing that they uh, maybe put out next year or something like that. Mm. I can't remember with Horizon Forbidden West as well if that was one of the PS4 free upgrade to PS5 games. If it is, then that would make the DLC being PS5 only fine. But yeah, it would be annoying yeah. if you bought the PS4 one Later got a PS5, still had the PS4 copy of Horizon, but right. couldn't download this DLC onto your PS5. You see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. You have to I fully surely... rebuy the game and the DLC, yeah. I you... think that's not the case. It can't be. the. Yeah, I'm sure it's just like you just won't be able to download and run it on a 4, but if you've got a 5, yeah. then I sure. But yeah, the way that they like delineate a difference between those two versions on the way the PS5 does it, who knows? Yep. But uh, that's cool that more of that game is coming out. More yeah. Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out too. Phantom Liberty. Mm-hmm. Phantom Liberty starring my favourite film star, star of the TV, Idris Elba. <laughs> it's Space Marine. <laughs> it's space, it's yeah. Stringer Bell here. I saw a funny thing that um, <laughs> a couple of years ago, like after Cyberpunk had come out, someone just for fun made a like fan-made thing of, this is what Idris Elba would look like if he was in Cyberpunk. Ah. And they got it pretty fucking close. I mean, yeah, guess why? It looks like Idris Elba. Mm. But yeah, he's in the DLC. That's Real cool. noticeable having Keanu talk over that trailer again, how much uh, mm. his performance did not hit the mark. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But he's back too. Uh, just while, before we, I forget, Horizon Forbidden West does have a free PS5. Cool. Upload, so okay, then that solves that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for this. Uh uh, do people like Cyberpunk again? Do we, I guess we talked about it that a bit with the, like the TV show and the fact that it has been basically brought up to scratch in terms of its you know, uh, playability. I just and feel like glitches. there were people still, that, like yourself, that when it came out were either playing it on a PS5 or a PC Yeah, and they're probably still liking it the same. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't really heard of anyone who got burnt by the 4 version going back to it. Right. Like it does feel like anyone that had a terrible experience with it at the time, either you were like, I just don't love this game or Mm. it's buggy as shit and I'm not, fuck this, I'm not engaging with it again. Yeah, I think this DLC is an opportunity for them to get those people back in. Because like if they put out a decently priced bundly sort of thing with this Mm. and this is Mm. good, if they nail this, then I think those people who hate it will be like, okay. Yeah. And sort of that will reset the bar for them. Similar to the the Witcher upgrade came out today as yeah. well. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And yes. I had a quick go of that. I mean yesterday. And uh, it looks nice. We did we talked about this at the time of Cyberpunk coming out of like yeah, when The Witcher Three came out originally, it was buggy as hell. Yeah. All of their games have been. Yeah, completely. I yeah. guess if yeah, it depends. I Not mean, if to the degree of Cyberpunk. No, to be it, fair, but it did yeah. run on the platforms it was released yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. The people who had the worst time with it were people playing it on the PS4. And if you've upgraded to a five since then, you that probably is one of the things that you went okay. I'm going to dive in Give on this and crack, see how it looks yeah. on the new hardware. Whereas if you don't have a five yet, even though I get the impression that they've fixed up a lot of the issues with four, you probably still would be going like ah, you know what. Mm. I'll just wait. I'll you just wouldn't wait have any reason to trust it. Yeah. 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 Uh, another reason you might want to get a PS5 is to play After Us, which was the game with the ghost sausage dog. 
Do you remember the ghost sausage dog? No. no. That's all I really remember about Maybe this Maybe I game. was getting a cup of coffee. There's a ghost sausage dog, girl with white hair, uh, sort of, uh, it's from Piccolo Studio and Private Division, sort of indie story game looking thing, not to sound dismissive. Mm-hmm. What was um, it called, sorry? After Us. After Us game. As, like, they're after us. It looks sort of like a um, almost journey style oh, movement platformer yeah. type of like momentum-y thing. And I do remember the ghost sausage dog. I may well have oh, just yeah. mentally zoned out when this was on. This yeah. looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's very pretty looking. Yeah. Okay. Interested good, yeah, to see more it. about yeah. it. Like it was a b- brief trailer, mm-hmm. uh, as was the trailer for something called Remnant 2, which I'm looking at footage of again now and do not remember and know that as the second I close this YouTube video, I will forget this entirely. <laughs> so Remnant 2. Uh, Immortals of Avium. Oh, uh, this out. was was this an EA game? I don't know if it's EA. It is. It's an EA original. I f- uh, yeah, Ascendant Studio. Something about it screamed modern EA of like generic two focused on like uh, hitting a bunch of quadrants and d- d- did not look interesting to me. The EA Originals thing is their sort of like indie thing, which the only ones I can remember coming out for that are Unravel and Unravel 2. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, but it, yeah, true. I think it was the colour scheme of this is that very 2010s movie poster blue and orange thing. Yes. And someone's doing like some Ghostwire Tokyo looking spell casting with their hands. But yep. kind and the logo is like gold and white or something. Like it is, it, you're right, it's like kind of 10. 10 years out of date It looks uh, It's unclear what the game is too So that was them I don't don't trust it (laughs) (laughs) That's safe Honestly (laughs) You don't know it Don't trust it Stranger danger Mm -hmm. Uh, Banishes Ghost of New Eden Is the Don't nod The new don't nod game Oh right The people who made uh, (laughs) Fucking Oh my god I keep just thinking Last of Us Good lord uh, Life is Strange? Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm so <laughs> I glad I got out of that <laughs> colossal cave. <laughs> I had to I was sit, sit back and have a nice quiet thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the the people who made Life is Strange making a, a new game with like a more realistic graphic style. Yeah, yeah. About what seems to be a spirit medium guy walking around the woods mm. helping people with their ghost problems. Yeah. Who are you going to send a raven to? <clears throat> Banished too. Banished guy. <laughs> Banished as Ghost of New England. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looked all right too. Like yeah. The trailer was pretty cool. It was like two people having a conversation with each other and then the third person who was in the room sat in one of their chairs and it was some fucking Bruce Willis shit. Oh, yes. Uh, I liked it. The trailer I liked the most though in terms of like there was a bit of gameplay in Banishers but like cinematic trailers yeah. was for one that uh, Tommy, I don't know if you saw this one. Yeah. I'm going to describe the trailer to you. Okay. And see if you can tell me what franchise, existing franchise, this game is a part of. Okay. Oh, okay. Not an existing like video game franchise necessarily, but a media franchise. I've looked at the list, so okay. I do know. Well, it was a bunch I of haven't. people <laughs> looking at a camera. Uh, or a point of view shot okay. of like a robot they were trying to repair oh. in what looked like a sort of kind of war torn world. Yep. Yeah, from this, yeah, this is absolutely giving Titanfall. It is sort of. <laughs> there are giant robots in that, mm. but Titanfall robots, they're kind of what you see is what you get. Yeah. These okay. ones, there's a little bit more to them. <laughs> 
Okay. What you see with the eye may not be what you feel with the mind. Mm. It's tra- it's called Transformers Reactivate. Yeah. This rolls out next year, and um. What kind of game is it? We didn't see, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just that one shot. A CGI trailer of some people uh, looking at a Transformer trying to repair him. Yeah. I can't remember if at the end as well they go like, stand up, Bumblebee, or (laughs) something like that. I don't think they did. But they should have. (laughs) Yeah. Stand up, Starscream. The way that it is shot like it's this POV thing with the... um, like user interface stuff in there. If this is like Transformers Metroid Prime, oh, cool. I'll fucking oh, yeah. I'll come all over my little Optimus Prime doll. I, I'm old enough doll. to call them dolls. <laughs> Dolly. <now. laughs> it could be like a Mech Warrior game. I don't know. Maybe. Or, or mm. it could just be Yeah, it could be, yeah, just a th- a first person shooter. I don't know. I I'm I'm totally turned off by the fact that it's a Transformers game. Ah I just read a bit more about it. The new one to four player online action game from oh Splash God. Damage. So Damn. it is uh, maybe a Marvel's Avengers <laughs> slash. Oh, yeah. uh, what are we bloody celebrity diving over here? Splash Damage. They made uh, yep. Wolfenstein yep. Yep. Enemy yep. Territory, which people liked. Which that one's was that? a popular multiplayer game. Okay. Uh, and Enemy Territory Quake Wars from like the 2000s. Oh, okay. And they were like. Based off of a mod or something, mm. and they worked on the Gears of War multiplayers. So okay, they make Gears Tactics. Maybe this will be fucking this great. This might be I a fantastic know. game. Who knows? It doesn't necessarily come out next year either. They didn't say. Yeah, right. Um, so do you guys like Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> sure. Uh, I like it a bit. I wish there was, you know, maybe more actors in it that I recognised. Oh, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> okay. Did you like uh, Vice City? Yeah, I did. Did actually, you find yeah. that too easy to pronounce? Yes. Cool. Then uh, let me introduce you to Crime Boss Roque City. This was my favorite trailer of the whole show. <laughs> Ridiculous. So, I'm so excited for whatever this game is. Michael Madsen. Yes. As Michael Madsen walked on stage with two people who were very much acting. Yes. <laughs> playing these like shitty like hey uh, wise guy kind of characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were um, they were um, fucking goons. They were goons. A couple and of Michael goons. Madsen was like, "Hey, I got to work with Michael Mann. I got to. Yeah. I had a great time. Now I'm doing this crazy new thing." They were like, "Yeah, crazy new thing." Yeah, it was That's fucking great. embarrassing. Cool. <laughs> yeah, fucking video games or some shit. I don't even know. Michael <laughs> Madsen, Kim Basinger, yep, a bunch of other like very nineties. Exactly, it's the greatest. Danny Glover, Danny Trejo. <laughs> yep. I genuinely thought Danny Glover was dead. Yeah, and then this trailer right. happened and I really it took me by surprise that they reanimated Danny Glover's corpse. He's not quite too old for this shit. Also Michael Rooker who's like yes. from Walking Dead and, um, and uh, Guardians Ice. of the Galaxy. And Vanilla yeah. Ice apparently. And introducing Chuck Norris. <laughs> uh, I th- I'm excited for this. It kind of looks like a cyberpunk like first person RPG shootery kind of thing. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't get that impression from it at all. The whole trailer is like a first person perspective trailer. But I got like payback or whatever. Like that sort oh, of right. like multiplayer. I'm assuming it's kind of a heisty Grand Theft Auto-y thing, but I, I guess I don't know why I think that either, but I didn't get that same impression from oh, it. Oh, yeah, I just assumed they got a bunch of actors in it. It's probably a story-based, you know, yeah, shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, playable solo or with friends. 
from the team at uh, In-Game Studios and 505 Games. Set in Rock A City, a thriving flamboyant metropolis full of scaring, uh, towering skyscrapers. Not scouring. Okay. They, they Some of them be, might be a bit rude Depends on looking. how all the people in the tower have left their lights on or off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Instead of doing like the love heart during COVID, just doing <laughs> an angry face. Uh, you take on the role of Travis Baker. Yeah, that's from right. Blink-182. Yeah. 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 man with his Barker. I know. <laughs> a man with his sights set on becoming the new king of Rock A City one crime at a time. Yeah, I thought it was like a Far Cry, you know, like a, a story-based... Mm. Open world city sort of it's shooting and shooting it up. Seems more likely that it is a first person heisty kind of yeah payday mm. or uh, Grand Theft Auto is a thing. It really seems like uh, yeah, it's totally. so like the artwork, the poster, and everything is like yeah, it's so Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. if those cunts are gonna take fucking fifteen <laughs> years to release GTA Six, it's true. You've you know, had plenty of time. Yeah. Interesting that they announced this game after Grand Theft Auto 6 got leaked. Hmm. I wonder if, if they are a crime boss. <laughs> <laughs> They've done a real crime. Uh, 505 Games, uh, the people who uh, made like Dead by Daylight. Oh, sure. Uh, I believe. and uh, That's like a co-op uh, multiplayer. Multiplayer. Like... One person is a um, scary chopper. Yeah. Uh, what do they call that? Asynchronous, Asynchronous multiplayer. Yeah. But they 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 do a lot of support work for a lot of games. Yeah. Yeah. Like. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's a cyberpunk thing. I think it's just that they're meant to be criminals, so they've got uh, piercings. I think it's present day. <laughs> oh, I think it's yeah. I think it's present day. But I meant like uh, gameplay style. Yeah. I don't think it's that, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. It looks like shit to me, by the way, to be clear. <laughs> having all those people be... Having Vanilla Ice be your front and centre selling point yeah. means you don't have a game. Yeah, it's a bit... Uh, it's like, you know, a lot of stunt casting stuff happens in stuff like getting getting uh, Juan Carlo Esposito. Oh, yeah. Fight. You know, the announcement of that yeah. was a bit like, oh, okay. That, but yeah, this uh, it just seems a bit off the mark. It seems yeah. a bit... I don't know. I think it seems really good. In a camp kind of way. In, yeah. In the actual game itself looks fine mm. to me, but it's just like that, yeah, that level of casting, there's something about that that's a little like... But that's like exactly what GTA have always done. That's like true. San Andreas was like Sam Jackson. That's true. And then like Ray Liotta was Vice City. Like it's... it's yeah, They've copied true. that aspect of GTA as well. Maybe um, that's maybe that's a bit of it too. It's like it just is so on the nose like... It definitely is. We're just going to do all the GTA stuff. The, yeah. Actual, yeah. the actual main developer is called In-Game Studios. They're from the Czech Republic. Independent game dev team with the goal to create the best atmospheric and cooperative first-person shooter games for PC and consoles using the Unreal Engine. They have mm. 759 followers on Twitter. Hell yeah. Um, and I wish them nothing but the best. Yeah. Um, good luck with your game. I assume it'll be bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Earthblade, which is from uh, the people who made Celeste. Oh, that's... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, this has a chance of being pretty good, mm. seeing as Celeste was good. It is another 2D pixel art looking platformer type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's okay by me. Yeah. yeah. Celeste yeah. was awesome. It passes the Adamdale test. <laughs> two games that I'm interested in uh, talking too, to each other. So less too hard. Too hard for me. Really? So I'd like this game to be easier. That's my request. Don't listen to him. Uh, <laughs> XOK games. Celeste was right in the middle for me. I liked it. This does look a bit more Yeah, this looks less like intense super meat boyish kind mm. of stuff. Yeah, it's um it, not coming out till 2024. 
from the trailer. Right. Uh, and that probably means it'll be even later than that, given yeah. how games are. But uh, the art style still looks nice and, mm. yeah, it looks like more platformy stuff. Hellboy Web of Weird. I don't fucking remember this. No, that might have been in the pre-show. They announced a Hellboy game, though. This does ring a bell now that I'm looking at it's it. In it's in the style of the comic books. Yes. Um, um, which comic books? It is a roguelite action adventure, a uh, Watchmen. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks like a Hellboy bash em up. Yep. Rogue- uh, oh, so like a Hades... Maybe it's yeah. yeah, it's not sort of the top down thing like that, but maybe something like that. Right. The the gameplay itself that they showed is pretty bare. It's like Hellboy fighting a werewolf. Okay. Um, Looks cool though, cool style. Yeah. Um yeah, using that comic book style. Mm. Uh similar to Bayonetta Origins Seracer and the Lost Demon. Yeah. Which was the weirdest fucking announcement from the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. It is a Bayonetta prequel mm-hmm. that is a completely different style of game. It's like a Pokemon game, right? Uh, I don't know. I didn't get that from it. it was I like think a- it's like top down. Uh, I think it's still sort of a lot of combat based uh, yeah, and I exploration. Guess. It's just like you're like collecting little buddies, right? I don't think no, so. I, don't I think, think you've so. just got your one buddy from. Oh, okay. It's the, yeah, it's the it's it's and it's the little demon that's pretty heavily featured in three. So it's kind of this weird. It's a prequel, but it's also like a follow on from three that's coming out like four months after. It's out March next year. Yeah, right. Completely different art style. Yes, yeah, kind of storybook, um, almost chibi sort of yeah. look to it. Um, don't yeah. Looks looks like it could be good. It's this is you know this is the mode of Nintendo that I love the most when they just go weird left field sure. using the existing thing and doing something kind of different and wacky with it. So yeah, it could be fun, but it's a bizarre announcement it's for sure. Really weird, especially like given how Bayonetta 3 kind of ends and they were like, oh, is there going to be Bayonetta 4 or whatever? They're like, yeah, it's coming out. It's Bayonetta 0, different game. It's out tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Fuck off. Like, Bizarre. It's, it is weird. And, yeah, and then I, they also said that they're going to make like nine Bayonetta games. Like, right. But, yeah. So like the, it's just going to keep going until yep. Bayonetta's good. And I hope that this is good too. But the thing I like about Bayonetta is the gameplay, which is different here. This looks completely, mm. yeah. I mean, and, I like that character in 3. The mm-hmm. big cat thing. What's his name? Cheshire. Cheshire, Cheshire, Cheshire yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's sort of like a top-down action game. isometric type of... Reminds me of Bastion a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah a little tunic. Yeah, kind of. A little tunic Who knows? That's out in March. Uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which oh, has yeah. a colon in it, which fucking blows me away. Like your mother's pants. It's got a colon. <laughs> it's got a colon in it's, it. Instead of it being a sentence, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Right, which is why it's a good title. It's Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Bad title now. Yeah. <laughs> they change it to a bad title. Same thinking. Yeah. But looks like it could be good. It's it's a rock steady this superhero is the rock game. Steady it's one. Yeah. probably going to be really good. And the focus of this trailer was that Batman's back, uh, voiced his, by Kevin yeah. Conroy. His, yep. I guess, yeah, yeah, it was good. I thought it was a nice tribute, and it's like you were gonna find out he was doing it at some point. So you, it's nice to make a thing out of you know, mm. totally a farewell and a, a and a tribute to him. Yeah. Uh, they showed just like a two-minute sort of cutscene of, mm. I guess, when you first come across Batman in the game. Yeah. And the facial animations were great, I thought. Yeah. Right. I, really liked, I think this game looks like it's going to be really good. Rocksteady are great. And uh, if if the four different characters 
thing works in this, which it hasn't for like your Marvel's Avengers type of yeah, things. This is a different yeah. sort of game, but if they can pull it off, then I'd like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd <laughs> also enjoy that. Yeah. Well, they did some combo-y move stuff in Arkham Knight, I think, right? You, you could do little like... You do a mission and Nightwing oh, would be there I and you do remember that. some like... I mean, you probably just pressed R1 at a certain time and you do like a little... Uh, double team is the word I was trying to look for. Is so this the one that is set in the Arkham Games universe too? I can't remember how that works because uh, Gotham Knights wasn't. It's, no, I thought it was that Gotham Knights was because that's the one where Batman's dead. But Batman dies from a different reason in Gotham Knights. He like he dies uh, at the start, but yeah, it is a different true. Batman in a different world. Well, then, yeah, maybe this one is the one. I think this is the By continuation process of elimination. Of right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is strange. Yeah. Uh, Diablo 4 got a release date. Oh, yeah. In July. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. I reckon somewhere around there. Let me, let me. Sixth uh, of June, July. Okay. Baby. Boy, let me tell yeah, you, they sure were July. a lot of announcements in the <laughs> show. We're not done. Yeah, uh, we're not even close to being done. Uh, boy, I bet they wish it was the year six twenty sixty six because the sixth of June <laughs> well, is two sixes. Yeah, they're almost there. Six six twenty three. <laughs> Guys, I got a crazy idea. Let's just sit on this game. <laughs> yeah. for forty four years. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Six of the sixth. Yeah, uh-huh. and then two times three okay. is six. Yeah, so it but still works. If you were doing six, six, two times three, would that be with Bodman? Oh no, yeah, it would still. Now surely yeah. you're wanting to do second of the third. <coughs> I'm just thinking order of operations. But then that's going to change in per country. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, some yeah. places go twenty three for anyway. Mm. Diablo four is coming out. Um, it looks the same as Diablo 3 and 2. I have heard people say that it is decent. There were previews coming out of it. People got to play a bit Th- of it. There was that leaked footage as well, like a couple of months ago. Well, they showed a bunch at the that Xbox showcase too. Right, right. Um, and yeah, it looks, it looks, looks like, like a Diablo game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, They're good. The Diablo games have been fun. Yeah. As was Star Wars, <laughs> Jedi... Not Survivor. No, that's the that's new the one. New one where one Jedi gets eleven other Jedi stuck on an island with yep. them. Yeah, and they have to vote each other out, mm-hmm. and so on. One of them wins a million dollars. Immune, I am. <laughs> oh my god! Star Wars Fallen Order. No, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, and this is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Um, E, that game was really good, Fallen Order. Good I liked game. it a lot. Good it game. was a Soulsy action game with a bit of Metroiding and whatever. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem with it was that it uh, wasn't super polished. Yeah, it was the buggy as hell. Exact sort of game that would benefit from a sequel. Mm. So I'm, I've got high hopes for this one, which is coming out in March as well. Um, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. I'm Good year say. to not be doing a comedy festival show. I'm oh. telling you that much. <laughs> Every fucking year. Because <laughs> uh, you could also spend your time playing Crash Team Rumble, maybe. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot descended from the ceiling. I think you'd have loved it, Tommy. Yeah. That sounds right up my alley. Yeah. It really was. I was thinking of you the whole time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wrote in our Discord that you just came at Meredith and you didn't know why. Because uh, something's descending from the ceiling? Because yeah. Crash Bandicoot specific. A guy in a Crash Bandicoot suit yeah. having to be like, well, hey everyone, it's me, Crash Bandicoot. Oh, was he Justin talking? Roiland's favorite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. he was mucking around. That and... I don't like. I wish it, they. <laughs> I wish it had have been like you know, 
Warner Brothers movie world rules where he just has right, to kind of like mascot, mime yeah. and then there's someone next to him being like, right. what Crash is trying to say <laughs> oh, is that we've fuck. got a new game coming in. That would be that, better. Yeah. They had the... Um, that like I think something fell from the ceiling like Crash was fucking around up there. Oh, okay, nice. Type of mm. thing. And I thought because of all the rigmarole they were fucking putting into this that it was going to be a Crash Bandicoot 5. Yeah. Nah. Or Crash Team Racing 2 or so, you know, some other. Yeah. yeah. But no, it was uh, some kind of. It's like a Smash Brothers. Crash Team yeah. Rumble, I believe. Platform Battle. Is it a, oh, I thought it was like a Mario Party kind of thing. That's Crash Bash. Oh, okay. On the PS1. Yeah. Right. This is Crash Team Rumble. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Which Crash very Bash different, Tommy. would have been an absolutely way better name for a fighting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is uh, uh, some sort of team versus team fighting game, I think. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Along the lines of a multiverses, uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars battler. I believe it's that sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, oh, but this it's looks the current, like it's uh, cash grab. This looks from the trailer like it's more... Uh, What's it called? It's more Crash Team Rumble. This Crash looks like it's more 3D. It does. It's I don't, not like I don't a 2D know if it's plane. on a 2D plane in the same way. Yeah. So that's cool. It looks like it's... Yeah, just a... Just a multiplayer battle kind of game. Yeah. Third person sort of, yeah. Uh, thinking that we're going to say Crash Bandicoot 5 and then this happening yeah. was a little deflating. It's a bummer. I mean, I, yeah, I loved 4. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, it felt like there were those remakes and then the remake of Racing and, you know, then that one, then, yeah, then 4 came out and yeah. it's like, all right, we're back in. I thought they'd just keep churning out, yeah, new ones of... The franchises that people want. They're making the same mistake they did with Crash Bandicoot in the first place. Of going <laughs> like, yeah, why is no one buying this shit-ass game that we made? <laughs> yeah. I guess people don't like Crash anymore. Uh, it looks more like a, a, ter- a, a sort of twist on maybe even like a Splatoon of like, it's it's like a capture the flag, capture the Wumper fruits, you know, bonk each other on the head. Just try and stop. Yeah. You know, like it's, yeah. yeah. Like a, not Fall Guys. But no. that more that type of perspective. Like, but yeah, like a casual, um, like a yeah, like a capture the flag, you know, um, c- kid friendly sort of thing. It'll probably have those sorts of deathmatch type modes. Yeah. yeah. But with this, yeah, sort of third person thing. Now, yes. I think from this point on, we're into the real meat of it. Whoa. These six final games. We've had our entree. Yep. Yeah. It's and we, we've been eating steak. for ages. Yeah. We really have. I filled up on bread, honestly. Well, the trough is being refilled <laughs> and we're going to dip our snouts in. I yeah. always say it's it's best to leave the best content of the show past the two hour mark. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. I told you guys yeah, yesterday. I thought you were whistling Dixie, a but. <laughs> shit happened. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry fucking Christmas. Uh, I'm going to go Street Fighter 6 release date oh. first. I thought Street Fighter Six, the footage they showed of it here, looked fucking great. It's I looked great consistently. Did, yeah. That other, that, yeah. the fact that it's got that kind of like not open world, but it's got like a you're yeah, roaming around and you're hubs. fighting on the street Picking, again. Yeah, it looks. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone said it. <laughs> um, yeah, this looks tight. I could never get into five, but this having right. like the Smash Brothers controls and having a bit more of like a. Single player stuff to do other than just like straight up tournament mode. Yes. Oh man, I I yeah, I love everything about the design of Street Fighter, and I would love to be pulled all the way back in. Mm. Yeah, great fun visual style. Uh, I am completely in as well uh, with this. I'm gonna play it. I'm not. Okay. I'm not Bigger quite as enthused, <laughs> but like I'm. 
I also wish that I was better at Street Fighter. Like I have tried the previous yeah. games and was just like, this is that doesn't quite click with me. No, same. But, but this yeah. has got the like Smash Brothers controls yeah, where you're yeah. not having to learn like the yeah. rotate the stick 87 times. <laughs> yeah. Put one of the prongs up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Sit on if my it's stick a Tuesday, and press X. But if it's a Wednesday, yeah. press X twice. Mm-hmm. On a Thursday, press Y. Unless it's the third Thursday of the month, then okay. it's X again. Mm. Um, I also forgot to mention Tekken 8. Yeah. Uh, Tekken 8. An 8th Tekken game. Tekken yep. 8. Big, buff, muscly dudes. <laughs> yes. Talking Old about Tekken 8. I, I want... <laughs> <laughs> The older the buff dude, the better the Tekken game. Oh, yeah. From my yeah. experience, five was my favorite. And that had the okay. oldest buff dude. All right. So keep that up. And it does look like they're doing it. Yeah. The, the way that they make these guys look painfully muscly. Yes. yes. Like they're bursting mm-hmm. is really appealing. It's yeah. wonderful. I played seven. Yeah. I love seven. Again, yeah, like... Uh, Street Fighter is not quite my thing, but I've been playing Tekken since the first one came out crazily, like had that. Um, I'm excited. I love their stupid storylines. Uh, I love the animation and yeah, the design style, like you're saying, is is just so ridiculously over the top. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I'm more likely to have a good time playing this based on being okay at it than the Street Fighter game, but looking forward to both of them. Mm-hmm. Bit of fighting. Hey. <laughs> If you like fighting, yes. you may well like getting into a big robot to fight in Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. Well, yeah, given it's made by From Software. Will be a very different game to the Souls games mm-hmm. in the way that all of the Armored Core games have been. They're like mech shooter combat type of things. Mm. Um, and they have said in some interviews about it, like, yeah, we're doing one of them. This yeah, isn't yeah. like robots doing Dark Souls, this is... Uh, Which I don't know how that would work anyway, right? Like, just make a robot do Dark Souls. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, going to be another Armored Core. Now, I've never played an Armored Core game. I know that they're like that third-person action shooting kind of... Mm-hmm. Not quite simmy, more arcadey, but mech warrior type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm excited to see them have another crack at something like that when I, they've gotten more experience as a studio and the budgets and stuff they must be able to do now mm. are higher. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Uh, the title you must love as well. Fires of Rubicon. Yeah, it's very Metal Gear Solid. Um, I guess Armored it Core is. Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. It's very Fires video of game. Rubicon is, is more middle of a 14-book fantasy book cycle <laughs> for me. So uh, it's not... Guns of the Patriots is where we're talking. Right. Because yeah. Rubicon was a TV show about spies. So for me, Is it's... that what they're referencing? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's also just a word. Um, we've got... Speaking of words... Oh! Final and fantasy. Put those words together. You'd think it'd be impossible for a 16 to come after mm-hmm. that. Mm. It's meant to be the final fantasy. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, here we are. <laughs> wow. Uh, they showed another Anything trailer. Is possible. <laughs> <laughs> another trailer for that in a release date. I think this game looks great. I'm getting less into it. I'm getting reminded more of how bad the store, the actual story of 15 was, and the pacing was bad, mm. and how much it was compensated for with the characters being silly and kind of um, kitschy and sure. like kooky. Luckily, all those cunts are making for Spoken. Yeah, Final Fantasy 16 yeah. is Creative Business Unit 3, mm. which is the 14 people. 14's great. The story in it is great. The scale of it right, works. Yeah. The writing is uh, better. The, like I, th- If this is a 
single player focused version of uh, with an action element to it mm. of something like 14 i think it will be very good yeah it's striking me a bit more as a, a bit more like generic than i like my final fantasies to be like it's more just like yeah it's, this is a fantasy story same thing happened with 12 where it was like it's yeah it's not as weird it I like will the probably kooky same. shit that they have in yeah, there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It will probably be more like a 12 because 14 is a bit like that too where right, right. the overall story is like international politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, I guess I'm just the sort of guy who loves to watch <laughs> C-SPAN and learn. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it seems like international politics at all. Uh, I think it seems, yeah, like very just like... Um, straight down the line fantasy story, but yeah, I expect that it won't be. Yeah, well, that hopefully, yeah, hopefully not. Uh, so well, you know, there's of course we knew there was going to be a Final Fantasy uh, sixteen because mm-hmm. it's a series that um, you know has had sequels in the past. Yeah, I think mm. it was very obvious to see that there'd be another Final Fantasy game, mm-hmm. but something that I don't think anyone would have predicted a sequel to. Okay, oh. the video game. Hades. Yeah, I, I did not at all. Didn't. I still yeah. to this day haven't played Hades. Yeah, right. Right. Hades nuts. That's and probably why he didn't predict it. You weren't <laughs> no. even thinking about but it. But also super giant, super massive, super giant. The developers. Massive? Super super massive? Giant. Yeah, super massive is like um black hole. Um the 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 the, the quarry, right? That's what's in your mum's <laughs> Uh, I think it's Supergiant. Yeah, I think Supergiant is this one. Supergiant Games, yeah. And every yeah. time they've done a game, they did like Bastion and Transistor and yep. Pyre and Hades. They've changed it completely. Yeah. But this is a direct sequel to Hades called Hades 2. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. It's I've got to play Hades. Hades. Yeah, yeah. Different protagonist, uh, but everything else, similar, st- same style. It People like fucking frothed that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really need to go in. It was like, was it Game of the Year that year? I think I it think might it have was. been. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was the official The Game Awards Game of the Year. Yep. The yeah. most meaningful one. Yes. Now, out of these two that are left... There's only two left? There's two left. Wow. Uh, the, the one that I expected the least was... Oh, yeah. Judas? Judas. Yeah. And hey, no one's going to suspect him to do what he did. That's right. Um, Ken That's Levine's why he got away with studio yep. Ghost something, Ghost Story Games. Ghost Story Games, GSG. They put out a trailer for what they've been working on for, uh, to my understanding, rebooting and rebooting and rebooting for uh, almost 10 years. Yeah, I think. Yeah, didn't we dig into this for when we did the Bioshock Premium? It was like, it's only been actually been worked on for like. Five years or something, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and boy, howdy, does it look like they're making a new Bioshock game? Well, the fucking the dialogue is like it's a reference to uh, to Bioshock. It's it, a lot of it is yeah, very, very Bioshocky. The visuals look that same exact style. Yep, better. You yeah, know, more yeah, modern yeah. And whatever, but like. There's the left hand seems to be casting electricity spells. Yes. The right hand's holding a weird looking crossbow. Mm-hmm. It's Bioshock. There's like, yeah, throwback propaganda style posters right. and advertising. There's people wearing weird masks. Exactly. Animal masks and uh, dystopian <laughs> past and or future. There's one of those like Sony Ibo dogs. Yes. But it's massive and you can get in. I love that. Pretty cool. I want Fuck one. Yeah. I uh, want one of them. Huge surprise to see this. Yeah. Very cool that it wasn't leaked or anything before that. And yeah. it looked 
if you like Bioshock, good. It honestly looks like Bioshock Four. Yeah, basically. which they're also yeah. working on. Yeah. Whoever owns, I guess, Two K or whoever. Yeah, uh, yes. Cool that it yeah. is actually happening because yeah, this is talked about a fair bit in Jason Schreckschreier's book oh. um, about uh, yeah aborted games and studios folding and whatnot, and it and it's at the end of the chapter about. Um, Ken Levine and Bioshock and everything after that massive success. It's mm. it's kind of talked about of like, yeah, what's what's happening in there? Mm. No, and people are quoted as saying like, yeah, I'd be surprised if nothing ends up happening. With right. It. So mm. yeah, cool that it is that it exists. Yeah, and like gameplay footage that looked real. Yep. Like yeah. it's yep. it, it's not like it just a title or whatever. Well, because they did that CG trailer for Bioshock Infinite, and it was like different enough from the game that people were pissed off. Yeah. Like this, yeah, it looks like it's in engine. Uh, no release date? Uh, no, not nah. yet. But um, cool. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to seeing that. Yeah, very it's exciting. A, a, a fresh new Bioshock game. Something that I... I wonder if he's going to come out and be like, don't call it a Bioshock game. Because... Well... It's in, not <laughs> in the in the like description on just the YouTube trailer. There is um, it says like from Ken Levine, the creator of System Shock and Bioshock. So I guess he's happy to yeah. And you know what? You've done it again. You've done, you've it done again. another shock one. Yeah. So you've got to call it that. It's actually not really due to shock. A shock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, something that was kind of a shock in that it's not a shock. We've heard rumors about this final game that was announced um, for a while. Uh, and I was kind of hoping it wasn't the case with what they were doing over at Kojima Productions. Yeah. But they are making Death Stranding 2. I was surprised that this is real. Yeah. 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 It seemed very... That first game is so big. Loved it. Yeah. But it seemed very... Yeah, very It was very up. complete. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's obviously happened before with like Last of Us 2. So like the mm. idea of being, you know, cynical about... Oh, mm. oh, this thing seems wrapped up. Is there any need to go back? Like, yeah, I mean, I'd, if you trust anyone to do it, it's probably Kojima. But it's weird as well because for him specifically, the thing you always heard about the Metal Gear Solid games yes. is that after every single one, he was like, I don't want to do another one. Yeah. I don't like doing sequels like yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. And so for him to choose to do it I means probably that he's got a good idea for it, he yeah, thinks. Yeah, yeah. It could also be the case that maybe Sony have like offered him a lot of he money. He might be in that same cage do, again. But yeah, what, it could could be like you know. Yeah. you know, it could have just been like they were like, hey, you know, we, you know, your name has clout, but a lot of people don't know the name. They know that game, so sure. you know, if you want to do, you know, we'll pay you this much for the exclusivity to Death Stranding Two versus this much for the exclusivity to you know you doing something else. Mm. Is that game that maybe been the case? I don't, I don't think it's on Xbox now, the first one, but it is on Game Pass on the PC. Right. Yeah. Yes, one. it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not exclusive to Sony. Yeah. It was for. Yeah. But it was. It, for it was for a, while, a bit yeah. or something. Yes. I don't. He's like a separate studio. But who knows? Because he there was all that talk that he was gonna like sign up and be Microsoft exclusive. And they he got offered lots and lots and lots of money from everyone. I guess. Yeah. But, but I, I I think yeah with Metal Gear Solid it's probably more that he was being forced to regardless of whether he felt it was justified by yeah. Konami. Whereas this it's like. Uh, he's a different person now as well, and I I, I can imagine him having more c- creative yeah. um, room to grow and to and to experiment with well, this game specifically. Yeah. Whereas Metal Gear Solid probably was just like do the same thing again, please. I'm, I'm so interested to see what that expansion on this is too, yeah. because of how one felt so complete. It would like by the end of it, it really felt like you were able to move around however you wanted. Yep. Mm-hmm. You it felt like you'd done everything that the idea 
could contain. Oh, yeah, almost. and the narrative felt very much like this is the end of this entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. But it's back. It looks fucking amazing yeah. visually. Like the, the, there's a baby in it and it's cheeks wobble and yeah. it looks like a fucking baby's cheeks wobbling. Yeah. It's insane. What's her name? Leah Sedu, isn't it? The character, yeah. What? Oh, like Whisper quiet? or something? Silent. I was good. Quiet's from Metal Gear Solid. Uh, yeah. Rain, like, time. It's one of those types of things, right? Yeah. I, I really like that character that had a, a, a. She had a very interesting story in Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. It seems like this one may. Because Norman Reedus is back yep. in the trailer. He's looking older. I guess he got rained on and he's got grey hair. Yes. But. That's how um, it happens in it, real life as well. <laughs> <laughs> it did focus on Leah Sadu's yeah. character for the start, but at least in, in what looked like a prequely sort of thing. Yeah. Um, no idea, but then it looked sequely. I think I I assume that it's a sequel, a sequel, sequel. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, cool. I yeah. I do personally wish it had been a new thing, just because it's exciting to see fresh stuff from mm. someone who's done the same thing for so long and yeah. clearly is so creative has such potential Death Stranding was so weird and yeah. different that seeing that again but maybe that's also too much to ask from a person sure. to like now do it again yeah yeah and i'm sure he'll bring in fresh you know if this is a bit further in the future you mm-hmm. know maybe like he's able to drag more ideas in well there was some cool looking stuff in the trailer like yeah. some yeah. some of the visuals were were still yeah extremely creative very very yeah. interesting interesting like fidelity wise and whatever, it looks fucking amazing. Yeah, true, me. true. Like, I really, yeah. It's gonna Did be they say I'd assume PS5 exclusive? I mean, surely yeah. by the time it comes out, you'd think. Yeah, yeah. true. I mean, this is a long way away. That's right? true. It no no, uh, no date release date and Death Stranding two is a working title still. Right. Oh, interesting. So it's got to be fairly far off. You yeah. Think. Yeah. Twenty twenty five at. Least Probably, like yeah. He said he completely rewrote it because of the pandemic. That's right. Yeah. That's so right, yeah. It can't have been <laughs> in production for too long at this point. But yep. yeah, being like, well, my previous game, I think you said that as well, right? Like, this time I'm going to try not to predict the future too much. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, crazy. And that's it. That's your Game Awards announcements. That's all she wrote. A, a really long book. <laughs> a ton of stuff. <laughs> that's all she wrote. Yeah. Uh, War and Peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I... Was surprised and delighted by multiple <laughs> yeah. of these announcements. Honestly, the whole show was surprisingly enjoyable to to watch. As as tacky as some of it is, you know, still mm-hmm. reading out codes for free Xbox Gatorade Dorito packs and you know the the like. Uh, it was it was a fun experience and. Mm. I didn't mind that it went for three hours or whatever. Like it, it was, was enjoyable yeah. to chat along and watch, like the Oscars. I know. thought it was better. I thought it was more enjoyable than yes. the Oscars, which is something that I've gotten bored watching recently. I did, and you know what? You're watching ads during that, but for like head and shoulders and whatever. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the ads for this were at least video games. Yeah. Um, I also yeah had a good time with it. I'm looking forward to playing a ton of games that are coming out next yeah. year. We'll talk about you know this more in the next couple of weeks because we're doing Game of the Year stuff. But this year, a bit of a slowdown for like big, you know, AAA type of titles mm. and whatever. Uh, obviously, because the pandemic slowed things down, I yep. guess. But uh, it really seems like that's picking up in a big way next year. And if indie stuff keeps up in the same way that I assume it will from mm. this year. Yeah. My point is there's just going to be an awful bloody lot of video games to play. Yeah. yeah. Um, I This week I played... Uh, June Spice Wars, I, I saw, I think at least one of our patrons uh, mentioned that they loved it. I think they voted for it in our patron 
Game of the Year. Oh, we should mention that. Any of the real yeah. ones who are still here at the end. And yes. sorry that this has taken up too much of the time that we <laughs> have a men- We're doing a, a listener Game of the Year poll. Yes. As well as our Game of the Year stuff. Yeah. For but we're doing listeners. that tomorrow. We're, we're recording it tomorrow. Yeah. In, in the fact that it's been two hours since releasing this <laughs> that we've been talking. Yeah, yeah. It'll be in like 14 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, I'll put it in the description for this, but you won't get long to vote. Yeah, it's it's been on the socials already for what, like a week, a bit less Something than a week. Like yeah. That, yeah. Um. So we are doing a, a public, open, general listener uh, game of the year poll. Uh. And yes, someone mentioned that they wanted to vote for I think June Spice Wars in that. I had a go. It's not my kind of game. Uh. It is it is forex, but it's not turn based, and I prefer the turn based ones. Um, so wanted to tick that off because we, as yeah, we're doing our game of the year one tomorrow Yeah, and recording it tomorrow and then it'll be out yeah. normal times. Uh, a Plague Tale Requiem, which was nominated for, for oh, game yeah. of the year. Yeah. Um, ha- same problems that I had with the first one. The protagonists are not interesting. They're kind of annoying. I'm rooting for the rats. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've heard you described as a root rat before, so <laughs> yeah, now yeah. I know what that means. Exactly, and don't look further into it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I wanted to. I just felt like I had to do my due diligence there, and uh, it remains not a franchise I particularly care for. All right. Well, as we come up on two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. other thoughts? <laughs> we got a big sesh ahead of us tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, filthycasuals.com.au for all the links oh. to the stuff that we have going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, that. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, correct. We'll be back next week for part one of our game of the year. Yes, that's true. Good to let people know. It's going to be two parts. Countdown, bit of mm-hmm. chat. Yeah. Uh, End of year yeah. celebration, that's baby. Right. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to put on my silly glasses. Yes. That say kiss the cook <laughs> instead of the year. I'm going to yeah. wear my apron with the big breasts on it. Okay. Oh, nice. I'm going to wear my apron that has the year written on it. Ah, cool. 2023. I'm yes. going to dress Reversed. up as a giant calendar. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's pretty know. fun. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> We're out of steam. We'll see you next time. <laughs> and as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Congratulations to all the winners. <laughs> it's an honour to be nominated. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.